0: What day?
1: Everybody's Bat fans without pants and socks and 50 too much waste. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by the Batman Universe Podcast Network. This is, this podcast is part of the Batman Universe Podcast Network. That's what I gotta say. There right? you go.
0: yeah.
1: uh, see see that's gonna be the new show number or the yeah. new uh, You'll <laughs> name.
2: Get you get all the episode numbers right, but you're gonna say that one.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, my name is Dane. As always, I've always been him, so I'm back again, and uh, Tim is with me. So, Tim, why don't you tell the good people about your life's experience? <laughs> My
2: life's experience about sitting in front of a computer pretty much 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well,
1: why don't you tell the good people what you do um, for your work? Now, 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 go into the most minute <laughs> detail, the most boring thing, and then we can start the podcast.
2: Entering addresses into a database, <laughs> one by one, calling people, asking for address information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of addresses and numbers. <laughs> well, I, it,
1: I mean, it, it it definitely sounds fun. Oh, I it's, say that. it's
2: a blast. Like, every day, I just can't wait to stare at those numbers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, at least you get to work from home, man. At least, like, you, you, you don't have to go in and work
2: that's the like an office. Yes, that is a plus when starting up your own business or family. Because
0: business,
1: yes. like I was listening to the the Batman Universe podcast, the new one with with Croz is on the, the Batman Universe podcast now oh, with cool. his friends.
2: He's graduated from our his guest appearances on our show. <laughs>
1: yeah, so so we'll never see him again yeah. <laughs> cuz he's all high status now. So, but but anyway, I was listening to the podcast and I was like, "Man, how, how do these guys have so many so much energy?" And I was listening to the the Batgirl podcast and I was like, man, how, how does she have so much energy? It's like we record the show on a Friday night. I mean a Friday night for Tim, Friday afternoon for me. Um, And I'm exhausted from work. I don't know about you, Tim, but I come home and all I want to do is sleep, but I do this podcast <laughs> and I just have no energy whatsoever. So, I mean, I, I, I guess to record it, like – on a Saturday or something, right?
2: We used to remember, but you hide it well. You sound as perky as ever.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I guess. But just know deep down in your hearts that I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> no, no, no. But anyway, it's enough about you, Tim. So I'm making mean, this all about you. Yeah, it's all about me. <laughs> uh, we do have a guest for this um, for this podcast. We always have a guest on like every other podcast for some reason. Because Tim, like. I don't know. Tim can't stop talking, I guess. People
2: <laughs> I can't stop tweeting. <laughs>
1: yeah, you can't stop tweeting, but we do have a guest. And uh his name is Andy and he's from the Flash podcast. Um he it's it's a it's a podcast about just the Flash TV show. It's just about the Flash TV show, right? Yeah. Uh Okay. Well,
3: right right now we're doing comic stuff too, and we're doing season zero, so like it's like a prequel here, so we can do anything we want. But yeah, once um once we we run into season one, uh, run uh, into season (laughs) one, uh, we um we will focus mainly on the TV show. And thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, you're
2: coming from the nice, uh, quiet city of Central City to the ugly side of Gotham in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Hey, Bruce. Just, uh or do you want to be? Barry, Wally, <laughs> Bart?
3: I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm Bart. Barry. Okay. Someone, ju- ju- someone, just be Bruce. Okay. Hey, Bruce. Yes, Barry. I have a letter from your father.
2: I'm opening it right now.
1: You get a cry. Tear
2: Teardrop falling.
1: No, no, you get a full on cry, Tim. <laughs>
2: full on. Waterworks scoring. Yeah.
1: Water
2: yeah. Uh, what was the line? <laughs> oh, you're one. Like, you're one heck of a messenger or something like that. (laughs) I think that was a lie.
3: Yes, and now I need to run like a speed demon in the night. (laughs)
2: Fades (laughs) to black, credits roll. (laughs) Yeah. That was such an awesome scene from the movie
1: and the comic. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Yeah, uh, Andy has the Flash podcast, so just go listen to that. It's a really good podcast. He has a lot of guests on just like us for like no reason
0: he had
2: some loser on a few episodes ago talking about that rumored dc list i hope he doesn't have that guy on again oh
1: yeah who's that guy <laughs> yeah it's terrible He should never do a podcast ever like I,
3: I remember us was planning that episode like it was i think it was even this like the night before i was like hey tim you want to do this episode with me He's, you're like sure sure <laughs> uh because i needed a co-host um you know it's kind of the funny thing like people say you know oh you do this brave in the ball system I'm like oh i do this brave in the ball system thing so <laughs> yeah,
0: that's
3: true. but i do have two two permanent co-hosts now that's going to join in season one and um, but until then, i'm mean, just bringing in different guest hosts and, so, and you know, i think it's fun for the listeners to you know get to hear different perspectives perspectives and so on
1: right right Definitely. so so can I be a guest? I mean, I know absolutely nothing oh, sure. about the Flash. <laughs> I, I know nothing. <laughs> I,
3: I'm sure If you we, I know I have an idea. We can. I think that you know you, you know all you have to do is just, you have just have just watch a movie or something. So it's it, it will be fine. I can I can totally get you on. No, no,
1: I'm just playing. I, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm I'm dead serious. Like I'm more serious than Batman.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> well, that's pretty serious. <laughs> I, I just don't want to embarrass myself, you know. I'd be like, oh yeah, uh, when Wally did that, that was very good, cool. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it is actually Barry Allen. Yeah. No, <laughs> <about.
3: laughs> no, we can, we can. Um, maybe you can come out and review one of the um, animated the League films, um, with me because you know I I still have to cover them, uh, and I want to cover them. So you know we can, uh, maybe I can I can give you a movie and you can rewatch it and then I will rewatch it and we can then you know. See where the rain takes us, and uh, then we'll get on this podcast. And What, what the heck was his rain reference? Uh, and then you know, we will <laughs> talk about it.
1: Yeah, well, um, if, if you don't mind having somebody on that knows nothing about The Flash, <laughs> besides well, a- Barry Allen, Wally West, and his suit is red. <laughs>
0: that's all you need to know right
2: <laughs> yeah
1: it was pretty much well
3: as long as you watch the animated cartoons we're good we're good guess yeah. as long as you don't be like wally came first then barry allen and then jay garrick and then Barnard." <laughs> yeah. and then.
1: jay garrick's the last flash right <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes exactly no he's the first
1: <laughs> so yeah anyway um speaking of knowing nothing about the flash um Andy, well, why don't you tell us your history with the character of Batman?
3: Uh, my history with um, the character of Batman, well, as a kid, I I was a huge Batman fan. I'm still a huge Batman fan. But, you know, that was when I had, like, a bunch of, I had all the toys, I had all the movies, Yes, you know, even Batman Forever, Batman Robert, I threw flo- it away when I became 10 because I realized <laughs> that were all car, and I, I can't curse in this pocket, right?
0: No. <laughs> you <keep it> PG. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah, I threw it away. Um, but yeah, I, I loved it when I was a kid. I uh, I thought it was um, you know, you know, Batman was bad, but You know, of course, you know, you would get into it. And um, and what happened was that um, there was a time where I was like, I, I was almost addicted to it. So there was a time I actually had to get rid of my. Batman toys and all the movies and so on for a while because like, I was having a scary nightmare. I was having, you know, like fever dreams about Batman, which, oh, wow. you know, I don't even know how that's even possible for someone who's like five or seven years old. Um, But yeah, like I remember, you know, Kevin Conroy was, you know, the first Batman thing I ever saw which I think is a good introduction to Batman. If you if you're a parent out there He's and you best. want to introduce, him to, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's is is the best. Uh, don't let don't let them watch the Michael Keaton movie first, um, and let him watch Ke- uh, Kevin Conroy. I was about to say Kevin Riley, but that's that's the Predator Fox. Um. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I've been a huge you know fan of the Nolan series. I'm, um, you know, even the cartoons. Although you know, some of the recent cartoons haven't been. That impressive in my eye, but um, it's been okay. Um, I, 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 and um, I'm especially a huge fan of the video games, like the arcade games. Like it's like I would be sitting on school nights, just you know playing the heck out of those games. And my mom is like, "Are you studying?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> sort of." Like you know, she would she will knock on the door. I'm like, "Are you studying?" I'm like, "Yeah, You're
2: sort studying, of." Psychology. <laughs>
3: Oh my god, I should've used that. That's that's amazing. I should've said it to her. She'll be like, Oh my baby's gonna be a lawyer. I'm like, no <laughs> Um so, so yeah, you know, I've been you know, I'm a huge Batman fan, you know, I do I do read the comic book and so I the thing that I've been doing most for the past few years is I've been I've been going back uh, and getting, you know, volumes of old series, you know, legendary series like Nightfall, uh, Year One Star Returns, um, and so on. Like it's that's a lot of fun too. You know the new stuff. You know intrigued me. I've read some of Scott Snyder's work and I read Jeff justice you know Earth, Earth One and so on. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Like I don't read any Batman books right now. Um, the only you know when I do get my Batman those it's through the small comics actually. So cool. Well, you're
2: definitely on the at least. The stuff you have watched and read, it's definitely the classic stuff. So you have the stuff yeah. you have what back to read is all the stuff you should have. So you're getting the good
1: stories, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, I do know that Bane broke his back. I know. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> now, do you know that from Nightfall, or do you know that from the movie?
3: No, 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 I, I okay, I saw Night, I read Nightfall before I, I ever
1: saw the movie. Oh, okay, so, so no, no wonder you and Tim get along really well. <laughs> <laughs>
2: If you listen to old episodes, or even probably not that long, ago, I always reference how Nightfall is like the greatest Batman comic story <laughs> series that I grew. It up. is. So yeah, um, I mean, you what's know, as... what's the moment when you saw Dark Knight Rises and saw him break his back. <laughs> like, yeah,
3: I, like I was like maybe the only one in my cinema who like like I guess I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and you could, if you listen really close, like you know, I wasn't recording it, but like if like if you were sitting next, if you were sitting in the cinema, you listened really closely, you could hear a geek, you know, just whispering,
0: Nightfall. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
3: but uh, yeah and that's my batonage
1: well that's enough for us because we barely I mean this is like the only Batman podcast on the Batman universe network or in general that barely talks about Batman (laughs) so you've definitely hit the right podcast for this one but um, that's good why don't we do our Dark Knight Rises minute by minute commentary if you don't know what that that's a little joke that we started, like, uh, 18 podcasts ago, <laughs> and it's snowballed into this mess. So, <laughs>
0: still
1: going uh, strong. <laughs> still going strong. Yes. Yes, we are. So, uh, we're going from minute 18 to minute 19. Um, let me just try to guess what happens. We're just going to see John Blake by the sewer. <laughs> That's going to be it.
2: We're definitely starting off there. Let's see if it ends there.
1: <laughs> oh, no. And then he's going to go to the... Um, uh, St. Swithins. Yes. <laughs> orphanage. That's all we're gonna see in this one, okay?
3: I'm, so, I'm gonna picture this scene in my head. You just start <laughs> talking about it, It's like I will, and I will get into it.
1: All right, so uh, we're going from minute 18 to minute 19. So everybody following along at home, Alex, I know you're you're following along at home when you listen to this. So uh, just uh, cue up your thing, and I'm gonna give the content. So Tim, are you ready? I'm all set. All right, three, two, one, hit play.
2: So far, you're right, Dane. Yep. It's <laughs> now, a dead guy. It's gonna be longer than a minute, or are we gonna go? I don't know. Now I will have to say, when seeing this whole sequence, this was like the one thing I wasn't expecting to see in the Batman movie: <laughs> how would John Blake find a dead body and so we're then go into like a like, a boy's, like, home area. I don't think it was going to spend that much time in here or have that play a big factor in the story, but...
3: <laughs> the whole super thing is so ridiculous to me because they, they send in every cop in the city. is like, that's the thing that I will never understand. I'm like, I didn't question it at the beginning when I first saw the movie. for, for I was like, it's perfect! But but then I was like, but wait a minute. Every cop is down there.
2: Yeah, I hear that a lot, too. My own brother gives a hard time about that <laughs> about that scene, but.
1: Well, your brother liked the Green Lantern movie, so I don't think we can stop talking.
2: That's my
1: brother. Hey, I love love the Green Lantern movie too.
2: Ah, finally. I'll have to let him know there's someone else out there besides me and him.
3: (laughs) Oh, come on. They're not that that many people hate the movie. Maybe they don't understand it. I don't know. It's beyond (laughs) me, and you're like,
1: whoa, it's it's awful. I'm
3: like, no, it's it's actually a pretty decent movie.
1: Okay, I'll (laughs) say it's all right. It's all right. That's nicer than what a lot of people say. It's so all. Yeah. <laughs> it's at
3: least it's at least better than the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie.
1: Uh, see, I
2: wouldn't say that. Like, I, me.
3: I saw it today. I was like, and people get like surprisingly, it's okay, but Green Lantern is way better.
2: See, here's the problem with both movies. You want to see more of the title character doing what they do. They needed more turtles in the beginning and showing more of the turtles and. The new movie, and then in Green Lantern, you wanted to see him on Ola more and doing contracts and being all cosmic with the aliens and the different species who are Green Lanterns, but it was so quick. It's like they need to embrace what they're all about more, just like what Guardians of the Galaxy did. (laughs) But I guess that's the perfect way to end the Dark Knight Rises commentary talking about Green
3: (laughs) 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 I'm I'm sorry, I'm already wrecking this (laughs) (laughs) podcast. I knew that I I would be of a tangent. Um, Don't worry.
1: (laughs) Don't worry i mean we wrecked this podcast in episode one yeah and we're on episode 60 something now so don't, no, worry I don't about say that,
3: that. You, you guys are doing a great job i'm you know i'm excited when you know you're not that far away from episode 100 now
1: yes, yeah we're, we're less than halfway there yeah we'll be on minute 50 something uh, i don't think we'll be that far even yeah well uh, here's the hoping yes. i guess um but anyway, uh, Tim, why don't you tell the good people at home or at work or in their car working out or on, on the toilet, I mean, hey, <laughs> you got to listen to, to a podcast on the toilet to keep yourself entertained, to keep the flow really good. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't you tell the good people about our future topic?
2: Yes, our future topic is going to be the latest on Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, and
3: Mm-mm, I don't like the v part. <laughs> I cringe when they. Okay, can, can we just say versus? You know, just between us.
2: I was trying to be official, but yeah, I've okay. called it Batman versus Superman more than I have Batman v. Superman.
3: <laughs> <sighs> that, that calms me down. <laughs>
2: well, okay, but we actually had some real good news, at least in my opinion, <laughs> a few weeks ago, where the release date got moved, and it was moved for the better. Instead of opening on May 6, 2016, it got pushed up to March 26, 2016. And I know when this first got announced, because it was supposed to open the same day Captain America 3 was coming out, and it was, everyone was saying, oh, it's going to be the big battle between DC and Marvel, and then there was those who kind of had the more realistic view on it, saying, there's no way those both movies are going to come out on the same day and compete with each other's box office. And it was only a matter of time before one of them moved, and then when Warner Bros. announced this, you hear all the people say, oh, Marvel One, DC blink DC show they're scared and all that stuff but I couldn't um, care less about all that stuff I was like, we're getting to see Batman vs. Superman two months earlier than we were supposed to, so I'm ex- definitely excited about it
3: and to me, like, it's like, no, Marvel didn't really win, it's like, you know now DC will have their movie out before they do and, you know this is Batman versus Superman for God's sake. Yeah. This movie is gonna. This movie alone is gonna make two billion dollar in the box office. I hope <laughs> you know, so. like you know, Captain America. You know, like look, I love you know, Cap is my boy. You know, Chris Evans. You know, like look, I I want to get, Arman, get Arman and so on him, get on him, but it's just that that franchise is never gonna be able to stand where Batman and Superman are because yeah. even you know, Captain America is you know he's a war hero and everything, but. Batman is Batman. Like, you know, he because got a Batman. Like, you know, it's so good. So, you know, that's why, they, you know, it's better for Warner Brothers. Like, Warner Brothers are true victors, you know, victors here, so.
2: Yeah, they could set the tone for the whole uh, rest of the 2016 movie season if they have a real big opening. <laughs> and here's the best part, Dane. It's just yeah. going to open up three months after episode seven.
1: <laughs> oh, that's good. That's a, that's a positive. But, I just, I just want to say, um, or ask. I mean, uh, I think I think it was Andy who said, you know, this is going to set the tone for, you know, super, superhero movies for the future, right, or something like that, something along. It was
3: those. it was Tim.
1: I'm not that smart. Oh, oh. Was Tim. Uh, what if they both suck and they're terrible? It's her movie. Um, not a chance.
3: <laughs> not with the writers and directors that he have attached to the third one, and uh, not, you know, Zack Snyder and Chris Terrio and David Gore, You know, it's a, it's a good combination. So it's. I doubt they will suck. The only way it could suck, if it's if it's, if Michael Bates somehow gets involved in the LA. like no Superman is not an, no Superman is not an alien anymore. He's a mutated teenager from sewers. I'm kidding.
2: I can't bag another turtles. <laughs>
1: uh, you nerds, <laughs> Ninja Turtles. Best I mean,
2: I—I right now, I'll say that <laughs>
1: I can't take them seriously. I don't know why. I just can't take them seriously.
2: I mean, a concept, yeah. I mean, especially if they go off the old cartoon.
1: That yeah, plus story. two, it's pretty
2: funny. <laughs> like,
1: well, I mean, not that I'm talking about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. The mystery of the ooze, or whatever. Secret of the ooze.
0: Secret
1: of the ooze, whatever.
2: You <laughs> just... You didn't like vanilla ice. <laughs> that
0: was oh my part.
3: <laughs> you mentioned vanilla ice on a Batman podcast. Okay, this is. I'm taking. I'm. I'm taking one of your geek cards. Pam. <laughs> 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 that is not even well, my podcast. There... But like, I'm sorry, you don't mention vanilla ice.
2: There's a the way you can ruin Batman versus Superman vanilla ice cameo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Bad Zeus rap dance.
2: Yeah. <laughs> He's going to perform the theme song. Uh,
3: oh, Lord, no. <laughs> it's still alive.
2: But uh, another thing that uh, which I'm glad that it's moved up early, besides getting to see it <laughs> before uh, we were
3: expecting. Yeah, that. Mars, it just feels just a weird month to it, have a DC yeah. movie But it's the same thing. You know what? I, I'm, up, I'm up for new things, baby. Like, I'm totally fine with it. <laughs>
2: Captain America did it in April, so DC's just moving it back one more
3: month. So. Yeah, but April is April. Mars is just like that's the month, you know, the winter's almost over, and um, and and stuff. But um, I, I I thought I had more examples, but yeah, but it, it's it, it work out great. I think it's going to be, you know, I'm I'm proud of Warner Brothers for actually realizing, you know what, it's. Although there was one of the presidents came out and said something really like
0: Yeah like
3: BS. I was like, Yeah, what do you mean like you know, oh, you know, he was like like fear fear that Marvel wasn't gonna be able to make it but whatever, I don't yeah. know.
2: Oh stupid he was not like I'm... oh we might have mis like read or our judgment was off thinking that they wouldn't make that release date knowing it was Captain America but like, Really? <laughs> is that is that's your excuse? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to throw a pie at his face and be like, Are you kidding me?
2: I know. But see, the thing is, too, which it's kind of the same thing with Man of Steel. They're filming right now, and technically movies, of, for the most part, especially ones that come out a year after, they do principal photography. So they have a good, like, two years after they're done filming, to have before the release date. So they have all the time in the world to make it right and to do all the editings they need, the effects and all that stuff. They need any reshoots. So they have plenty of time. Even with this March release date, they have plenty of time to get every, get everything perfect the way Zack Snyder wants it so it, even though with May it was like that and now that it's March it's still plenty of time to do everything they want so
3: it's cool the that they're filming now the, the yeah. crazy thing is that the movie will be done by uh, when is it done is it, is it September
2: September October something like that yeah
3: but if Gal Gadot hasn't even shot anything yet like it's oh you know what let's say November just to be safe um you know, yeah, they will have like se- seventeen months to fi- You know, make this yeah. movie perfect, and hopefully Warner executives will not be, you know, playing around. Although I- I'm fairly already have a bit, uh, but uh, well, hopefully they won't fare too much in the post uh, uh, production of it and so on. Because you know, you know, don't don't take away any scenes that you're not going to show us on the DVD and Blu-ray. You know, that still annoys me with Man of Steel. Yeah. <laughs> and, <that would've> been- <laughs> But You know what? It's annoying with all the DC movies because there was there was an origin story of Bane in Dark Knight Rises that I really wanted to see because I'm, I have an addiction to Bane. Like, he has an addiction to Ben Wenham. And I know it's, like, they just show us the good, you know, show us the extra good stuff, you know?
2: Yeah, especially Zack Snyder, I think for like all his other movies, usually, especially for Watchmen, they put out a bunch of director's cuts and like extended cuts so like, it'd be cool if he did that with Man of Steel and then for Batman versus Superman, if that's the case. But, yeah. It's, a, it's definitely a win-win no matter how way you look at it, so I'm not buying into the whole, oh, DC or Warner Brothers blink first, they're showing their weakness, like, no.
3: Yeah, that's, that's, that's so ridiculous. Like,
2: if anything, the, the us comic book fans and nerds win. We get two uh, great movies, like, like, Two months apart from each other, so yeah, it's gonna be awesome.
3: Yeah, it'll be great.
2: And then recently, for Ben Affleck has basically just gone on shooting some scenes. Now there's some set photos that are coming out, of course. That you know <laughs> they can't shoot outside without getting some leaked photos of uh, production and. We're finally getting our first look at him as bruce wayne of course we saw- huge
3: spoilers by the way guys like just <laughs> embrace yourself like this is gonna ruin the whole movie when we reveal it to you guys
2: he's wearing a blue suit or a blue tie with a blue shirt and a blue vest
3: <laughs> and he looks amazing
2: that's what i was, I was gonna say he we've seen him as batman of course but now this is our first time seeing as bruce wayne and that was kind of the big question i know when we see these pictures, oh, are we going to buy into him as Bruce Wayne? Or are we just going to see him as Ben Affleck? But just from these images, yeah, I I buy in as Bruce Wayne so far. I mean, we can't really ju- judge his full performance on these leaked images, but he looks like Batman. He's looking like Bruce Wayne here. So I don't know how you guys took away from that. If you felt any differently about how he's appearing as Bruce Wayne, if you're going to compare him to like Christian Bale or the Michael Keaton. And I won't even mention the other two, but
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I- I was really surprised when I saw that picture of, of him standing on the street. He looks like Bruce, yeah, from the comics. I mean, I didn't think he could pull it off. Thought you would, you know. I mean, you you see, of course, Ben Affleck because he's famous, but he pulls it off. I, I like it, and you know that that paired with um, you know his Batman, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs>
2: yeah. So far, everything's working. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: I'm just zooming in on the images. I just wanna make sure I see everything. Um I've you know I've seen the images before, but uh um yeah, he looks like I, I guess they make need to make this point clear. I love the Nolan series. Christian Bale is my favorite live action Batman. But I will say that, you know, Ben Affleck he's starting to come into, you know, a tied first pla- first place with the with bail because damn, he looks like Bruce Wayne from the comics, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it really does. And there's another report going around. I don't know how accurate this is, but there is some other, like, video. There's actually a video of it where there's something saying, oh, something's wrong with the shoulder. He's hurt on set and all that. You kind of see him, like, working with a trainer and flexing his shoulder out, like, kind of stretching it out to see if it's okay. I don't think it added up to anything, but there was, like, a scene where it shows him, like, rescuing a little girl i guess from a destructive or crumbling building or something like that but it actually had to be a stunt double <laughs> i guess it was shoulder was too out of whack for that but it kind of led to another possible like story aspect of the movie i'll, I'll throw the spoiler tag out there just in case it's ends up being true but i was curious to see what you guys think if the movie does end up being this way um it's rumored that this where the sequence is being filmed and all the shots we're seeing is actually from the ending of man of steel And the movie might start off that way where they're kind of doing like a quick look back, but we're going to be seeing it through Bruce's perspective. I guess he was in Metropolis. And I don't know. That's
3: that's interesting. That
2: that kind of might be a cool way to start the movie to see the Bruce perspective from everything that's going on through Man of Steel. So, what did you guys think? If it's true,
1: (laughs) Robert Stills, rumors, and speculation.
3: Go first, Dave.
1: Uh, I will say, I think you are wrong, Tim. Uh oh. I think Clark doesn't know that Bruce Wayne is Batman, right? Mm. I mean, I think we can safely assume that. And I think Bruce is going to use that against Clark. He, he, I mean, he's not going to go out as Batman. He's going to fool him mm. as as uh, Bruce and, you know, just screw around with them. And I think that scene is from, you know, one of those kind of scenes.
2: That's kind of interesting you said that because I was having yeah. the opposite reacting to that same which kind of made me believe oh maybe this is like the ending from man of steel because i was thinking to myself it's all this destruction going on he's out there i figured he'd like kind of get up in his batman gear and try to do what he can to help but uh, that's an interesting part too uh, maybe that could end up being right also
1: yeah i mean the the title is batman v superman or sorry sorry andy batman mm-hmm. versus <laughs> superman so
3: see, that's, that's how you do it
1: yeah so <laughs> i i I think it that's a scene of Batman versus Superman, but Bruce versus Superman. You know, I, I you mean, it's because... Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. You finished your thoughts. Oh. No, I was going to say because, I mean, Superman is Superman. There's no way Batman can beat Superman, you know, in a fist fight, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just no way. He's Superman. So, I think, like we always say on this podcast... Batman or Bruce is going to use his brain instead of his fists. Yeah,
2: maybe he's, maybe he's going to have like that a sixty-six out in West series. Alfred in the Batman costume at this scene. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Irons in the bat yeah. <laughs> in the bat- in the, bat- in the, bat- in the bat- suit is oh my Lord that would not work out well.
2: You know, the teaser trailer from Comic Con that was actually Jeremy Irons not Ben Affleck. <laughs>
3: All right. Um, I was gonna say, um, okay. There's been a lot of co- not controversy, but there's been a lot of conversation about his age. Yeah. And not not, not Ben's age. I mean, Mister Mister Affleck's age. I don't know the man personally. I wish I did. Uh, but uh, they're talking about Bruce Wayne's age. You know, so, some reports that he is in his fifties. Some reports saying it, it is his early or mid. 40s do we know the definite age now at this point guys
2: yeah I think uh, exit producer michael Uslan kind of confirmed it and said he's in his 40s like mid40s I don't I can't remember if he said the exact age number but he is in his 40s definitely not the 50s so
3: <laughs> oh okay that's good because Ben have he looks he doesn't even look like he's 40 that's yeah. the funny thing like he looks like he's like 38.
2: Yeah, he's gonna pull off the forties look. I think how old Ben Affleck is, somewhere around there, and you can see he does have the little gray on the sides of his hair. So the whole—I yeah. don't know where the age fifty came from. I guess people are still kind of expecting it to be really based off the Dark Knight Returns, but yeah, there's no way, well,
3: it, it's, there, and there's no way this whole film is gonna be adapted by Frank Miller. You know, it's not gonna be based on Frank Miller's work because yeah. one, he doesn't like Superman. So, like, why would they? Like you know, yes, th- there is the the metal suit, which by the way, Tim, I remember you talking about it on the podcast, podcast a couple of episodes ago, and I was like, "There's no way they're gonna add in the suit from the comic book," and then I see the teaser and I'm like, "Damn it, Tim was right." <laughs> you know what?
2: Real quick, Andy, you were at Comic Con, right? Were you at the Warner Brothers panel for that?
3: <laughs> no, I was not able to line up uh, that day because I was doing press junkets that Saturday, so I couldn't line up or anything.
2: Uh, I was gonna say I wanted to hear if you. Get the reaction of how the room was like if you happen to be there. Because this one's not footage. I, I, was- I,
3: I, can, I, can, I will give you a reconstruction. Sweating, ner- sweating nerds all over the place, of people. That teaser comes out, and everyone goes bad, bleep, crazy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it sounded like that from that cell phone video. <laughs> yeah. Man, I just can't imagine what it's like being in there <laughs> in that room when that happens.
3: Once again, Tim, I'm going to drag you to Comic Con one day because it's beyond me who, how you're not, how, how you not being able to go to one so far.
2: I think you and like five other people I've told you I've never been to Comic Con are going to uh, break my door down and drag me over <laughs> one of these years.
3: Dane, have you ever been to Comic Con? No, no. Okay, I'm going
2: to drag both better- of you. You have a better excuse though, Dane, since you're in Hawaii, and I'm like, oh two, yeah, two hours away.
1: <laughs> yeah, I live like three thousand miles away from. There is something there. called. There is something called
3: a plane.
1: Yeah, but are you going to pay for my ticket? Or, <laughs> um, or uh...
3: <laughs> let's let's a Kickstarter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> let's get Dane
2: and Tim to Comic Con. <laughs> I'll be shocked if we get a dollar.
0: That's not you, Andy. <laughs> I'm, damn
3: it. I'll i handy. I'll I will, ca- I will, ca- I will ca- call myself Barry Allen. <laughs> then you will never know who it's from me. Uh, uh, oh, did did I just do the thing again when I when I fa- fall out loud? Oh, damn it! <laughs> but he look he, he looks good. Like he, I like the suit. Um, I like the, you know his um not this costume but his suit. You know as Bruce. Yeah, uh, it reminds me a lot about. The Kevin Conroy Batman from the, in the first version of the animated series. Not the one that came after, you know, after, like, in season three or four. Which I love, but it was just, like, where's Joker's eyes? <laughs> <laughs> but um, and I like that he has some of the great part of it. Like, but I don't want this to be, like, like you know, this sensitive, like, you know, in, you know, in physical term, like, sensitive Batman who's like, oh, my God. Oh my my shoulders are like yeah. you know he he needs to be strong and yeah. he needs to be like nothing can damage me nothing can stop me
2: exactly yeah but I will say the Batman animated series Batman he made if he was wearing a brown suit and a yellow shirt then yeah <laughs> he would be almost straight out of the animated series <laughs> I like can get what you're saying there because that's all he wore in the animated series when he was Bruce Wayne yellow shirt <laughs> but, black tie brown, brown uh sports probably- coat.
3: Probably had like, you know, 15 sets of them, like, yeah. hanging in his closet. And, Ma- and I was like, Master Wayne, which word of the suit would you like to wear today? I can't do a British accent, so. <laughs> it was close
0: enough. Oh, thank you.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so far, that's the latest on the Batman versus Superman front. It's good that we're getting, like, said, all the rumors mm-hmm. and speculation and stuff we had that one little thing i mentioned but we got the confirmed release date which is sooner and now we're seeing stuff from the set so all in all our all the stuff i've seen so far it's looking really great and i haven't felt one negative opinion about it just yet so just hoping it all comes together in the end which i think it will
3: i just have to ask you guys one thing though it is kind of like you know, you know i don't encourage set photos yeah you know i don't want Set for it to come out like that, but isn't it surprising that we have we haven't seen anything of the bat suit or the Superman costume out, you know, um, you no, know, in Detroit at all.
2: Yeah, maybe that's coming soon because they couldn't hide it for Dark Knight Rises <laughs> during the uh, Pittsburgh shoot. So maybe for <laughs> well, now they're doing just a uh, studio shoots for those costumes, but you know they're gonna have outdoor stuff.
3: Well, have you? You live in L.A., right? Mm. Well, have you seen anything?
2: Well, I don't live right in the heart of LA where all that stuff's happening. So,
3: do you live across, do you live across the Warner Bros. Studios?
2: I used to work across from the Warner Bros. Studios in Burbank, but not recently. That'd be cool though if they were filming. <laughs> because
3: like, you know, no, I haven't seen anything of the Bat Suit. I haven't seen anything. Like, I haven't even seen a set photo of Henry Cavill.
0: Yeah,
2: except for that one shot of him, I think, like holding that uh, paper or something. And there was those, that cool. Uh, Jedi picture Zack Snyder <laughs> put out there with
3: Yeah. Okay, can, can someone explain that to me Like, is he hinting at something that we're going to see like, an R3D2 like yeah. just a toy in the movie It's and, all and, Clark, and Clark is going to be like what is that
2: that'd be cool if it was but <laughs> it's all in good fun I think I like how Lucasfilm responded to with the C-3PO uh, Batman pose <laughs> over at Gotham City that was awesome
3: <laughs> all in good fun all in good fun
1: <laughs> and speaking of Star Wars Tim what do you think about the Inquisitor uh, rumor? Yeah, and the big, and, and the picture too.
2: That was a big thing today. Yeah, I actually think it'd be pretty cool if it ends up being true. It'll be a nice connection to Rebels when that happens. Mm-hmm. And as far as the design, I think it, looked, it like had that creepy look feel, which I think will be different from Star Wars would be pretty cool. And. I like the fact, too, spoiler alert, <laughs> if this rumor's true, that he's just, that concept art image, if it's accurate, he's staring at like a broken Darth Vader helmet, which looked really cool. I just like the idea of someone being so obsessed with Darth Vader, that that could be his whole motivation for the plot of the movie, maybe. So, I, I personally think it sounds pretty cool if it ends up being
1: Yeah, true. but it ties into the Sith, again.
2: Yeah, but it could be, if he was an Inquisitor, they not necessarily Sith, and you can kind of see someone like that wanting to bring it back, since there's none left.
1: Wow. Uh. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs>
3: I'm not. <laughs> I didn't that's respond a, that's a to That's I'm I'm watching the image. I, I, this is actually the first I've heard of this image. I I was watching the the article today, and there was nothing. The only thing the article ended on was <laughs> some dancing <laughs> stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah, uh, so <laughs> uh, but oh my god, that looks super creepy. Yeah, that's it is is that who? No, I don't think that's who Adam Driver is playing.
2: That's the rumor. Of <laughs> course, everyone thinks he's going to be the villain. So. But does,
3: that, does this mean he's voicing him too in Rebels?
2: See, that's the thing. Could be, there are supposed to be like several Inquisitors, so it might not be the same Inquisitor from Rebels. If it oh, is, so that could be Inquisitor
3: cool. Is a, Inquisitor is a species. It's it, not like a it's person. Like a
2: title. It's like a title in the Empire.
3: Uh, okay, well, yeah, you know, that would make sense. The, you know, then we'll have an establishment in, the, in a cool way. The TV show can actually affect, you know, a yeah. cartoon, an you know, animated series could affect a film franchise in a major way. And, you know, we don't see that very often.
2: That's what I'm hoping for. But did you see the stormtrooper helmet?
3: Yeah, it's <laughs> how are you going to be able to see through that? Like, it looks like it's like a zigzag.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's like I was gonna text you and be like Tim what is going on in this helmet
2: I actually think it looks pretty cool it's something again I was I was hoping for each trilogy has their own like cool unique stormtrooper or trooper look and this one's kind of fitting in the mold where it's had its own unique look and it's different but at the same time it still feels like a stormtrooper so I like I can't wait to see the full costume of the Stormtrooper in one I shop. can't
3: wait to see the first freaking trailer for this yeah. thing. Is-
2: <laughs> well, we'll keep waiting for a while. <laughs> Who knows? Well, maybe, segue here, <laughs> we'll show up in one of these untitled DC movies that are set to come out for the next, <laughs> what, 10 <laughs> years or so. <laughs> so. That was the other cool part about the Batman vs. Superman release date announcement. Surprisingly, Warner Brothers. Not, they didn't really announce it, but they confirmed it <laughs> when it did come out that they have plans for nine movies, pretty much two a year, starting with 2016 after Batman vs Superman. So, I know we speculated. I know with you, Andy, on the Flash podcast, and Dane, well, I think it was with Croz on this episode, we were kind of that was that rumored list that came out where we we're thinking of if that's going to be accurate and if these movies will be part of that list. But I want instead of. Saying what we think they will be. I want to see what you guys want them to be. Like, What do you want to see in these release windows for these movies, besides Batman vs. Superman and, of course, Justice
1: League? Tim, you don't even have to ask me. You already know. <laughs> Plastic Man there you 1, go. There you go. Plastic Man 2, <laughs> and Plastic Man 3. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: That's yeah. what I want to see.
2: You got the Plastic Man trilogy all planned out.
1: Okay. Yep. And uh, the third one. Uh, Bane is gonna break his back for no reason, <laughs> and then he's, he, at the end, he's gonna uh, go off with Selena Kyle and uh, put down the Plastic Man costume. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you just want to retread Dark Knight Rises, but just with Plastic Man?
1: Yeah, just
3: with Plastic Man. It, it never happened, Tim. You know that's a that's a new ending. You know, that he goes off uh, with Selena Kyle. Selena Kyle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um.
2: So, I don't think we can top that, Dane. <laughs> plastic Man.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, who, who's the Plastic Man's Joker for the second film?
2: You know what? I'm just basing this off the Brave and the Bold episode, but I think he went off someone who gets called Kite Man. Kite <laughs>
3: <Fight So>. Man. <laughs> I yeah. will never understand the fascination with Plastic Man. Like, anyone who's like, we need to see a Plastic Man movie. I'm like, Really? Well,
2: it tells you DC doesn't have a fascination with him since he's not in any of the new Fifty Two titles. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but um, um, no, I, no, well,
1: I mean, it, in all seriousness, I think I want to see a Wonder Woman movie somewhere in there.
3: That
2: better be one of them. <laughs> I know. That.
1: I mean,
3: <laughs> I think I, just I hope... think I'm looking at him right now. I'm trying to figure out because I think one of them is a it's a June or it's a July movie. So I think that July it's uh, J- July 27 2018 that may actually be the Wonder Woman film
0: see
2: I'm kind of hoping it's not that long I would love it if it's uh, August 5th 2016 movie how cooler be she's introduced into the Batman members superman and then right away she gets her own spin-off movie a few months later but I'm... yeah
1: yeah but you want them to kind of think about it before they do it because they're there hasn't been a... Oh, I mean, there has technically been a superhero movie with the with a woman character. Technically. What, Catwoman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to... <laughs> I had to tell you why I remember.
3: <laughs> that is one of the most awful things I've ever seen. Like, that's not even Catwoman. That's a CGI <laughs> version, just jumping around, and she looks like a stripper.
2: Uh, that... Mask It's so awful.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she looks like how do you go from pl- pl- you know, playing Storm in X Men to well
1: Wasn't this before though? No, it was after. Oh, it was after
3: It was after. I'm like whatever that was. I'm like How? Miss Halle Berry like look at the script. Look at the <laughs> damn script and be like, oh or what have I done? Like you just create a tornado and just get out of there. <laughs>
2: Oh, well, maybe it's a reboot of that one of his <laughs> movies. <laughs> oh, God. I
3: swear to God, if that happens to him, I'm gonna fly across the country, find you, and I'll slap you because I'm like, no, because like, if it happens, it's because you said it, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, jinx it. Now it's gonna happen because you said it. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't slap the gorgeous June 19th, June 19th,
2: 2020. Catwoman confirmed. <laughs> it's the last movie on there. Yeah.
3: But do sh- should we guess uh, some of these titles? You know, because I've kind of been making up a list of my own, um, yeah, for the past for few weeks. Okay, so I believe them. Um, Dawn of Justice. I think it's Shazam. I that's just have a feeling.
2: Correct, yeah, because I mean, The Rock won't shut up about. It. <laughs> you think that's the next on the list?
3: Um, like he, the, the, you know what you know what the funny thing would have been if he had showed you know if he showed up at Comic Con like he did show up at Comic Con but if he showed up in Comic Con like this wearing a Shazam t-shirt like you know with, just with a lightning bolt and no one knows like is it Black Hat or is it Shazam and he's like yeah. can you can can you smell what the rock is cooking and uh, <laughs> that would have been hilarious uh, I think June 23rd twenty seventeen that's just League. Um, November 17th, 2017. Wait, j- j- let me rephrase that. Um, uh, November 17th, year 2017, will be a Sandman movie.
2: Yeah, there's that one that's still been rumored around with Joseph gordon 11, I believe, supposed to be involved with that.
1: Why would they do that though? I mean, not everybody knows about Sandman, everybody knows, you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash, but like. W- why
2: Sandman? That's what I don't know. Yeah, because I agree. DC has this, such a great characters to use from this. Ones that you just know that could be used before they get down to like their lower tier, that one's bands, just general audiences probably won't know about. Yeah. And I'll just say this right off the bat. I really hope for Green Lantern and a Flash movie. Despite the Flash TV show, I'm just hoping it mm. gets a movie too. And just Queen Lantern um, give him another shot, please. <laughs> It'll yeah. make my brother happy. <laughs> uh,
3: okay, then March twenty it's twenty third, two thousand eighteen. Uh, I w- no, I don't want to say Batman because I think they want to kind of show the audience that you know we we believe in other superheroes too in the DC universe, not just Batman. Um, I hope
2: they think that way because yeah, they should. <laughs>
3: What do, you
0: guys,
3: <laughs> what do you guys think could be a, 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 a good what do you guys think could be a good movie for june 23rd 2018
2: it could possibly be an aquaman movie because there's still jason momoa has been keep coming up still i mean he's supposedly confirmed <laughs> but warner brothers hasn't confirmed it
3: so. he's, an, he's an awful liar yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah yeah jen that, that would be cool like you know i guess that- we'll see what happen like oh my god momoa like I'm sorry, but not even that beard of yours can hide the fact that yeah. you are like, you are playing Aquaman like, he is Aquaman although the thing that is so annoying is that comic book this week like, they posted the news that he was confirmed to be Aquaman <laughs> based on a report that came out in June yeah. by the I'm like, I'm like looking around like oh my god, this is gonna blow the internet away because now every website on the face of the earth is gonna report this, and what happens? Every re- website on the face of the earth reports it. I'm like,
2: and then, they, and then they have to do an update to the post saying, actually, this was reported two months ago. <laughs> Almost every and site like, did that. This
3: is this is one of the problems in online journalism. You know, like you know, especially with like, like no offense as fan fanboys, but like we don't something we don't even read the full data. We just see the headline and we think it's confirmed.
2: Yeah, but sadly, most people think that way, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you got to read the whole thing to know for sure, because in there it's going to say possibly, or hasn't been confirmed by Warner Brothers, or the word rumor will be in there, but sometimes the articles just say, Jason Momoa is Aquaman. And then if you read further, you'll find out, well, probably, but not quite just yet.
3: <laughs> These are negotiations. Yeah. Um, okay, here's, okay. June, uh, July 22nd, uh, 27th, that's what I think is going to be the one of a movie. I think that would be a great summer flick.
1: Or, or what about uh, Cyborg? Not
3: plus Cyborg. What?
1: Yeah, everybody awesome. forgot about that.
3: Well, you know what? If Cyborg gets this, uh, gets a movie, then DC will at least win by having um a, an Af- African American superhero have his own movie before Marvel ever did that.
2: Yeah. yeah, they got their whole list of movies too that haven't been announced. Like that Black Panther movie could be in there too.
3: <laughs> oh, it's. If it, if if they don't announce Black Panther two, I will seriously find Kill I and be like, dude, what the heck is going on?
2: Yeah, it's got to be in there somewhere. And like they do everything else, they'll be DC two at
0: all. <laughs>
3: okay, but how about this? How about this, Tim? This untitled WB event movie on um, November sixteenth, twenty eighteen. That could be Flash and Green Lantern, event movie. You know that could yeah. be a, a movie. Even though I don't, I don't know why it says untitled WB event film it should say untitled DCWB event film. I I think that could be, you know, and I was going to point out that I think it's very disappointing that they're not going to connect the movie universe with the TV universe yeah. because I, you know, Tim and I, when he was on for that episode, we were like, you know, we want to see Stephen Amell as Green Arrow in the movie and we want to see Grant Gunston as the Flash oh, in,
0: yeah,
2: in that's the
3: movie. Right. I... Especially that I've seen the pilot in Comic-Con. Like, now I even believe more in Grant Gunston being perfect for the movie universe. But then... Yeah, then Jeff Johns broke all of our hearts, and I was like, "No, we're not gonna do that." Uh, and you know, I have no grudge or hatred towards DC or Jeff Johns or whatever. For that, you know, I understand it's a, it's a difficult decision. And uh, but you know what? It may, it may be all for the best. You know, we will have our, you know, we will still have our Justice League on the TV side and our Justice League in the movies, so it'll be fine. But yeah, I think as a great November film, 2018, I think Flashing Glenn would be fantastic.
2: That would be cool, but I'm not getting my hopes up for it because I know there's been like rumors too that that could be like a TV special, planned down the line too. So maybe that'll be it. But also too the untitled WB event film, hearing too that could be like totally something totally separate from the DC stuff, where it could be like one of the new Harry Potter spin off movies or something like that. So,
3: so is is that really happening? Because like if J.K. Rowling is toying with my emotions now again, like I won't forgive her.
2: It's happening, yeah. <laughs> so what a lot of people are thinking that's what these two untitled event films would be, and if not, I think if an event film, that screams Justice League to me, because it's kind of like how the Avengers is kind of an event type movie. A Justice League would be the same thing, but I just don't necessarily think
3: I, I would not are. release Justice League in in the I would not release Justice League at so late in the year. I would release it as a summer film, which yeah. is why I think on June fourteenth, twenty nineteen. That's what, I I think that's when they do Justice League two.
1: Well, episode seven is coming out in December. So and, and Star Wars has a history of being a summer movie, summer blockbuster. So I mean, it could be a Justice League movie, or it could be, um, plastic and Sandman,
0: <laughs> the big
2: problem. <prize>. Oh <laughs> you know but that's a good point about Star Wars. I could set like a new precedent for releasing these big these tentpole summer movies later on like in the winter or fall or something like that so yeah we all know episode seven is going to do amazing numbers so
0: yeah. like i said it could set-
2: i guess
3: i guess it's just my preference i guess um like i prefer seeing these like star wars feels like you know this great like star wars hobbit Hunger games all feels like fall movies to me like um even though i never people are gonna kill me for this but like you know i i started star wars like when i was Let's just say my age was two digits, um, <laughs> and uh, I'm not I'm not going to reveal on air when I actually saw Star Wars for the first time. Uh, but so I never got to see the cinema. It was
1: yesterday, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, you know Tim was like, you know, you can, if you're going to be on my podcast, you you will see all these films. I'm gonna, and you going to make? I'm going to make sure you enjoy Jar Jar Binks. I'm like, Oh go do this to me. Jar Jar Binks can go to hell. <laughs> but. Um, but um, but yeah, like so. I I will never understand Star Wars being a summer franchise. You know, to me, it feels like a, like a good time to have it on, you know, in the fall. You know, the year's ending. You know, let's end it on a big on a big bang. Um, so, but yeah, you know, the, you know, and, and that as far as my speculation goes for some of these movies, I, there's a few t- dates re- left, but I don't know. Like, you know, maybe a Suicide Squad movie, or maybe. <sighs> You know, At least one of these dates has to be Batman. I would and think I, I, that, too, yeah. Um, and, and the, I think that,
2: to, the true sequel, or at least a standalone movie to uh, Superman again, just for just him on his own without a team-up. I'm hoping that's one of those dates also. Okay.
3: Oh, I know. Um, April 5th, uh, 2019, that will be great for, you know, the Batman. I, I really hope the title for the next Batman film will be The Batman, because... Yeah, that would oh, come on. <laughs> like, like, look, I love Dark Knight, but, like, it's, I'm so tired of the title a little bit. Like, I just... Let's just call it the Batman, or, you know, Batman versus Bane or whatever. No, wait, I'm sorry. Batman V Bane.
2: <laughs> That's going to be in every team-up movie now. It's going to be the V, regardless <laughs> if they're fighting each other or not.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, ju- just looking at these dates, I mean, especially the Batman versus Superman... Do you think that's too close to the release of Episode 7? I mean, it's in March. It's four months, give or take.
2: No, I don't think so. I think it's a perfect amount of time. Episode 7 probably won't be in theaters, I would think, by then. Everything goes out so quickly. I mean, I hope it does. (laughs) It does so well. But after we've seen it like 50 times already, (laughs) we'll be ready for Batman vs. Superman in March.
1: Yeah, it did you realize that D- or uh, Warner Brothers isn't putting anything on in 2015? They want to stay totally away from Star Wars. Yeah, and the Avengers too. <laughs> and the Avengers.
3: Yeah, and Fantastic Four. Oh wait, I'm sorry, that's not a front. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: that's funny. I like saw a tweet or something saying, "Oh, Fantastic Four is wrapped filming." I like, I didn't even know they so, started filming.
3: <laughs> they've been filming for two months, Tim. It's insane. <laughs>
2: The, that movie i'm sorry i don't think it's gonna do well
3: <laughs> yeah let's just let that film franchise fail itself and then it will go back tomorrow and we can actually have avengers Four: the rise of a galactus
1: yeah a real galactus not a clown <laughs>
3: exactly, exactly
1: so i'm not missing anything if i didn't watch the two fantastic four <laughs> movies no you didn't okay you yeah.
3: never you never seen them no, thank you. I mean, <laughs> oh, the, the... Oh, bless, oh, bless your heart that you haven't seen that.
1: <laughs>
3: you don't have, you didn't get, to, you didn't have to see Jessica Alva's poor, horrible acting. <laughs> uh, no, no, thank
1: you.
3: Although it does have sort of like you know, as you know, Mr. Fantastic, you know, like if you want to get you know your kick up out of Plastic Man, um, <laughs> that's true. And he's, you know, he's good looking, but you know, I, you know, the only thing that I enjoyed about those films was Chris Evans as. Not the not the man thing. I mean, human <laughs> the human, <sword. laughs> to Why was I thinking about the man thing? Jeez. Uh, and then you know, Michael Shickless was as the thing.
2: So I will say, Silver Surfer was pretty cool to see too, even though he was, barely did anything. <laughs> it was hardly yeah, he,
3: like Yeah, he was like, I'm this philosophical character, and I'm ooh, I'm being all groovy and stuff.
2: <laughs> I got to obey this cloud.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna fly on, on my surfboard. <laughs> Uh, oh that's why he's called Silver Server. Okay, sorry.
2: Uh we gotta move out of Fantastic Four.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um but what do you what do you guys think? Do you have any speculation on these release dates?
2: Uh just like we said earlier, I just not really speculation, just kinda hope. Like I said, I wanna see another Green Lantern movie. I wanna see Flash have a movie. I want to like sequel to Man of Steel. You need to know another Batman movie's coming, but so this, I guess the things I would love to see and I think would really make the DC Cinematic, cinematic Universe work with if we get standalone movies for all the big characters. Uh, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash, Aquaman. I,
3: like, before Man- they get
2: to the lower Man- tier. Monchamander. Yeah, that'd be awesome, too. This, those characters are, I want to see in the Justice League, and hopefully they can have their own movies, too, so...
3: But you know what would be cool? I don't know if DC will ever consider this. You know, they could be if, if they don't believe in, in for example, Martian Manhunt having his own movie, which, you know, he should have his own movie. Uh, but let's say he doesn't get his own movie. They could make, like, a short film, like, you know, like a Marvel, you know, one shot. But, you know, to make it a little bit longer, maybe 30 minutes, how we, see, you know, we can see the order of Ma- Martian Manhunt. You know, we can take some of these lower-tier t- characters and, you know, give it some spotlight.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's so much they can do. I just hope they use it. Cause they got a treasure trove of awesome characters that are just dying to be put on the screen. So. And,
3: and you know, unlike you know, unlike Marvel and Sony and Fox and so on, at least DC owns all their characters. Exactly.
2: Yeah, it's like be a waste if they don't use all the good ones.
3: And now apparently Disney's trying to buy Warner Bros. Oh,
2: I, yeah, <laughs> I saw that. Imagine that.
3: I'm like. You know, I, I was joking about it like one a year ago. Like, what if Disney owned Wonder Wonder you know, DC Comics, uh, DC Entertainment, uh, Marvel, Star Wars? Like, oh
0: man, that would be unstoppable. Like, like
3: Mickey Mouse would be like the richest mouse on the planet.
2: I, I want to see that because I want to see the Batman Obi Wan team up movie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he's Tim, I don't know if you know about Star Wars, but Obi-Wan is dead.
2: <laughs> it's going to be set during the Clone Wars era. Batman's going to be sucked in a wormhole or something.
3: <laughs> Sweetie, Clone Wars is over. Car Network was, were, were dickheads to cancel it.
2: You can always they, go back to the time period. Nothing is ever dead.
3: I, that's true. Um, although, I do hate Cardinal Network with a passion.
2: <laughs> They'll blame you there. All the shows they canceled.
3: Yeah, like, Young Justice, oh my god, still missed that show. How how did you deal with Beware the Batman getting cancelled?
2: Yeah, unfortunately, I never had a chance from the get-go. It was, like, first two episodes, you just heard it wasn't doing good with ratings, so we like, kind of were prepared for that already, but it was a cool show, but now it's back on Toonami, so... They're finally getting back to the point where they're showing the episodes that never aired. So it's like seeing the show again, like new episodes again. But they're
3: showing like 2 a.m. in the morning. Like, there's no <laughs> way I'm at that time.
2: Well, they know <laughs> nobody watched it anyway. So those who are hardcore fans are going to DVR it like I do. So
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no worries for me.
3: I'm talking way too much, guys. I'm sorry. Like, you know, it's... D- Dane say something. <laughs> Plastic Man.
1: <laughs> what about Plastic Man?
3: Batman v Plastic Man, Dawn of the Arm, <laughs> <I> <laughs>
1: Dawn of Rubber. I, I think I definitely know who would win in that situation. Plastic, Plastic, Man. Plastic
3: Man, of yeah. course. <laughs> ben, no, Affleck but, has, ben Affleck has nothing on him.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, Tim, you you brought up a good point too about uh, Superman. I really want to see another, just maybe like one more Superman movie where it's just him.
2: Yeah, at least one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, at least one more because, yeah, I kind of didn't like it, but I liked it enough to want to see it again. So.
2: If you did a complete one eighty on Man of Steel, I remember.
1: <laughs> well, well it's, wait, you didn't like it? Yeah, because I I saw it when it first came out, and then I uh, I saw it when it came out in uh, on a uh, Blu Ray, and I uh, I got it after that uh, after watching it at home. I got it. So, we can officially so, call you a fan. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm a fan. I would like to
3: see a sequel too, you know, if, you know, maybe you you know, Parasite or Metallo. Like you know, there's yeah, like, like just like Batman. You know, Superman has a good rose gallery, and that would be kind of fun to see. You know, like there's so much. You know, let's not just use Lex Luthor and General Zod. Uh, although, although I guess they can't use Zod anymore because he went bye bye in the first one. <laughs>
2: I'm hoping for Mister Mixy as Pitlick. <laughs> no, they're no, villain for him to he, he
3: should, No, he should never be in a movie.
2: Him and Bat Night, <laughs> we're going to team up against uh, Batman and Superman in one of
0: the movies.
3: Oh God! <laughs> <laughs>
2: See, where are the people DC should be, or one of others should be listening to about these dates and what <laughs> movie should be in there. <laughs> we
3: we should we should be running one. We, we should run DC Entertainment.
2: Pretty soon. Our podcast is going to get so big, we're going to be in charge of everything.
3: <laughs> I know, right?
1: <laughs> one of these days. Yes.
3: <laughs> one of these days are not like the other. Sorry.
1: Well, I mean, speaking of uh, uh, being uh, number one, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a button.
2: That's stretching the segue
1: there. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, DC announced uh, a new uh, Batman title called uh, Gotham by Midnight. Um, it's going to be written by uh, Ray Fox from uh, that one issue of Batgirl when Gail Simone got kicked off the book and all new fans <laughs> brought her back. Uh, and uh, Ben Templesmith. Um, so I'm just reading this straight from the post, so uh, sorry, Dustin. Uh, the new series will essentially be a spinoff Batman Eternal by focusing on Jim Corrigan, the host of The Spectre, and the supernatural side of Gotham City. In this new title, Corrigan's team up with Batwing. Oh, really? Batwing? Yeah. (laughs) Uh. Alright. Well, anyway, uh, in the pages of Eternal, which is written by Fox, will result in Corrigan becoming part of Gotham Police Department's Midnight Shift, investigating supernatural occurrences alongside Detective Lisa Drake. Forensic specialist. Wow.
0: Come on, it. (laughs) So,
1: so Xander. Xander Tar? And a a religious consultant named Sister Justine. Uh, Gotham by Midnight is said to be a mixture of a classic horror story like Fox's run on Constantine.
3: Constantine. Sorry.
1: It's Tyne. Constantine. It's Tyne.
3: I've I'm seen sorry. the pilot. They, they say Constantine. They don't say Constantine. Well, they're
1: saying it wrong. Because <laughs> I heard Peter Milligan say it. He says Tyne, so...
3: Well, David Gore said Constantine, then it's Constantine.
1: <laughs> okay, whatever. Um,
3: <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> he says, um, uh, fans of Fox's arc in Batman Eternal can look for the premiere of the new series on November 26, 2014. Um... Hmm. I like the art. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: it, I'm not sure about this This whole series, but... Um,
2: yeah, I'm pretty much with you. Uh,
1: yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just not interested, you know?
2: Yeah, because this is a part of Batman Eternal that I really did not like, and I actually didn't get several issues because of it. No. So, yeah, see that's going to continue to its own series is not something I'll probably be picking up, but... It's like, yeah. again, another Batman title, I guess. So we we lost Dark Knight, we lost Nightwing, so they're filling the void of all the other t- issues that were lost. So
1: Why did they cancel Dark Knight? They should have just kept that, cancel all the rest, and cancel this. Yeah, <laughs> cancel <laughs> I mean, this
2: before it's already announced.
1: Yeah, just, I mean, then you're done. And you, you have a good book. I mean, the endings are a little iffy, but you have a good book nonetheless, right?
0: Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All, with all comics, you hope it's good, but right now it's, it's not catching my interest.
1: <laughs> good, I'm not alone on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I almost called you Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, mm-hmm. um, did you have anything to say about this?
3: I thought Jim Corrigan was a specter. Why is he a human now suddenly?
1: He's I a guess, host. I guess if we're reading
2: Batman Eternal, we'd we'll find out which is more of a dominant presence with him. <laughs> but yeah. unfortunately, we're
3: not. I don't know, like this. This is seen, it doesn't seem that exciting to me either. But once again, like I've been having problems finding a good Batman book. I'm not good I mean, because I know there's a lot of good Batman books out there. I haven't been able to find a book that fits me. Um, at some point, maybe I will try to jump into. <laughs> scott snyder's epic that is batman um oh my god what if he wrote one of those <laughs> one of those batman movies for you know, <laughs> those, that would be kind of awesome yes, it would. Uh, like he adapts like a death in the family <laughs> you know where joker just pulls off his mask um oh my god but uh, no i it's it this doesn't sound that interesting to me um but i will try to pick up something you know regarding to batman because you know there's the little new TV show coming out called Gotham soon, so I would love to have something with Batman to read while I'm watching the show.
2: You know what, they should do something to tie into the show. Have it be more set with the regular like, Gotham Police Department and maybe have it not directly tie into the show but kind of be a nice compliment for it for fans who like Gotham and have like a comic to go to too that's like set in the police department, kind of like how Gotham uh, Central was.
1: But, yeah, it's uh, too bad nobody bought it though. Yeah. And it got cancelled. <laughs> But it's better but, than something
3: I like I thought Government it, it was popular.
1: If critically
2: it was, yeah. Yeah.
3: But it wasn't it wasn't doing well in sales?
2: Yeah, not really. I think how many issues did it last? Thirty, yeah, I think.
3: So that's that's about how many like how many volumes would I have to buy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe like four. <laughs> I don't know.
3: But, uh, but can can I ask you guys some things about Gotham it, if it's okay? Uh, you you want to finish this topic first, then we can just if, I can ask my questions about Gotham.
2: Yeah, I think we're done with that <laughs>
3: topic. Okay, okay, okay. So how do you guys? Because I have been able to talk to you guys personally about it. How do you guys feel about Gotham? Like, are you are you guys excited? Are you gonna cover on the podcast and so on?
2: I'm definitely excited for it. I mean, it looks cool. I can't wait to see it. But I am getting a little worried about too many. Villain Easter eggs thrown in there too much at the same time so early on in the story. So. But, but
3: Tim, don't you realize? Because before Batman, there was Gotham.
2: <laughs> it doesn't mean there was to be super villains before him too all the time. So certain ones I think work like Penguin. Uh, uh, the one Penguin I think is the best one who's going to work, and I really don't want to see the Joker. <laughs> yeah, Maybe little hints. No yeah but if you have someone if the Joker is actually in it well Bruce Wayne the kid I'm sorry it'll, it might lose me on that I just hope they stay away from that
1: <laughs> yeah and that means Joker is like in his 50s yeah. at least <laughs> when when he first encounters Batman yeah would it
3: be weird to see like an 18 year old like mid 20s Joker before he becomes Joker
2: yeah, I'd say just still be in his teens he could be a little older than Batman but not like 10 years or so I think it should be from the same age gap
1: Dane, what about you? Yeah, I'm right there with Tim. I'm I, I'm excited for it. I really want to see it. I, saw, you know, of course, everybody saw the trailer. It looks really good, and um, I like uh Ben McKenzie as uh, Gordon.
0: Yeah, he's gonna be great.
1: Um, yeah, but I'm uh, I'm again with but. Tim. I I, <laughs> I don't want to see too many villains. I don't want to see the Joker. Um, uh, yeah, I, I just don't want to see too many villains. I mean, we we already got Riddler. We already got. Penguin, we got. Uh, Catwoman, we have. Catwoman yeah, poison Catwoman. ivy. Well, I mean, she's a little girl, essentially.
3: <laughs> well, they're both little girls, like both poison ivy, and like th- that's the thing. And you know, people, some people are like, "Why is she called Ivy Pepper?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, it's but, and they
2: beat you over the head with it. That's what I'm kind of hoping for.
3: Well, those are the only villains we're getting, you know. So far, we, you know, we also have uh, Falcone and um, the guy.
2: Mr Freeze is already confirmed to be in it too I believe also.
3: And 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 Hugo Strange and also the origin of Arkham Asylum.
2: That so like that's cool yeah Hugo Strange.
3: Did you, did you see the set photos from Arkham, Asi- from Arkham Asylum in Gotham?
2: Uh, no I don't think I've checked those out yet. It's
3: um can can I can I say the name of an Batman website or is it forbidden? <laughs>
0: uh, it's,
3: it's like it's, it's like Batman news or something like that. Okay. They had they they had an exclusive that um, they, someone sent them some set photos of Arkham Asylum, and uh, like it looks uh, it looks pretty good.
2: Well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean all that Arkham stuff, seeing beginning of that, and Hugo Strange is already way older than Batman, so <laughs> no problem with him being in it. If he is but you see, older, so.
3: but you see, the, you know what it makes me sad though, because he now it's gonna be a younger version. We can't see like someone like you know, Stanley Tucci or, you know, even um what's the name what's the guy who play you know, play Mandarin or not really the Mandarin but still the Mandarin Nyman oh, uh, free. Uh, let's see one of the
2: things
3: it's Kingsley something. Sorry Ben, Kings- ben Sir, Kingsley. Ben yeah. Oh my how did we forget like he could play Hugo Strange something like that. Like now we, we we're gonna have to see like something like a mid twenties or early thirties, um Hugo Strange, you know, which I'm excited for. But it's like I don't know. Like, but I'm super excited about the show. You know, when, when I went to the Comic Con, you know, they were having some good Gotham promotions so, uh, and so on. I got a Gotham badge and I actually, like, met, made of metal. Like, you know, I have a detective badge.
2: <laughs> so you're officially part of the Gotham City PD now, right?
3: <laughs> yes, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm Detective Bebact. <laughs> um, working alongside the handsome James Gordon who's not even 1% gay uh, as that So he is, you know, he has Barbara. Uh <laughs> Um, and but so your listeners know, I'm openly bisexual, so that's why I refer to people as "oh, they're hot" and stuff. Um, but uh, well, no, well,
1: I, Andy, you do have hope because he's not married yet. He's he has a uh, fiance.
3: Ooh, I could be his! <laughs> I I could be his mistress. <laughs> uh, okay. But they had some. They, they had some. Uh, they had also they, they had a, this Gotham zipline. Did you see that, uh, guys? Yeah,
2: I think. Uh, like Comic Con, you're talking, right?
3: Yeah, Comic Con. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah they, Like you said, they went all out for that. <laughs> did you get to see the premiere?
3: No, I did. Well, like I said, because it was, was on it was on Saturday. The uh, only so Saturday pilot... <laughs> it
2: was the like the one day where they had all that stuff where you couldn't be there.
3: Yeah, but you know what? I you know what? What I got to do was, uh, was which was even more cool though. I got to interview people from Arrow and The Flash. So.
2: That's a pretty good consolation, I would say. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, and take a several with freaking Grant Gustin, Stephen Mel, Kevin Smith, who was just walking around in the location like he was doing some press stuff, and I was like, Kevin, selfie. He's like, yes, brother. <laughs> He's—I know he said brother at some point, but I don't know <laughs> if he said yes. And uh, yeah, so like you know, I got to do all that stuff, but I didn't get to see Gotham Saturday, But yeah. Like but I did I did give a Gotham T shirt and I, you know, I have a Gotham bag, a this Diego Comic Con bag and uh, so yeah, you know, I'm all set and ready for Gotham, you know, but I did see that Gary Frank, he I think he's drawing some stuff for potentially a Gotham comic. Uh if you go to Gotham's Facebook page, you will see his drawing of Selena Kyle.
2: Yeah, I haven't checked that out, but that's cool he's doing stuff for, it. I mean,
3: yeah, Gary, this, Gary Frank is like a legend for us Batman yeah. fans.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I think it's safe to say that we're definitely excited for Gotham. We just hope it, it resets to its potential that it, it looks like it can have because it looks like it'd be an awesome series.
3: The only I haven't heard any complaints about the pilot. Like, you know, I've all the, you know because I work for TV. I don't you know I my fellow creators and so on. They they have no one has complained about it. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> like, you know, even though, even though I got to see the Flash and Constantine, like some people, you know, some of the critics are even saying that Gotham is better than Flash. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I don't, I don't know how that's possible because you know a twelve-year-old Bruce Wayne versus you know the Batman alive, like you know this is where the Flash in the, within me kicks in and says no way, no. But like it's <laughs> it's gonna be you know it's can you guys believe we're gonna have four DC TV shows this fall?
2: yeah that's the best part <laughs> we get all these awesome tv shows that hopefully they all they're all good but well, we know arrow's good and flash looks like it's gonna be good so yeah just, the more the better <laughs> every day of the week it's gonna have something to watch that's comic book related which is awesome
3: and are you guys are you guys gonna cover Gotham on the podcast
2: we're probably not gonna do every single episode but we'll definitely talk about the premiere episode and the big stuff that happens about the series i would imagine fantastic Unless you I want don't... to do minute-by-minute minute commentaries for each episode today. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks.
1: I, I will do it otherwise. <laughs> but, yeah, but... I mean, I, I, I have to get back on Arrow. I mean, I ended on the third episode of the first season, and... Well, you're way they, behind Yeah. So I have to get back on that. Spo- I don't know why Spo- I stopped.
3: Spoiler alert. Snape killed Zambador in that show, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah. Anyway, um, I guess we can move on to our conversation with Alex and uh, the listener feedback. So, just real uh, quick
2: before we move on to that, I just want Oh yeah,
1: that. yeah. Sorry, I didn't. I totally glanced <laughs> over that.
2: <laughs> Gotta give a quick review of Batman: Assault on Arkham.
1: Overall, yes.
2: it was a really cool DC animated movie, and the title could be misleading because Batman is not the main character. But the Suicide Squad is kind of a cool team to watch. You had Harley, Deadshot, King Shark killer pause captain boomerang they all worked well together and the black spider forgot him <laughs> and kgB their kgbs for like
1: two minutes in the beginning. oh my favorite character
3: <laughs> and by the way Tim for, for you and me as Arrowhead, that would have so weird to see him in his natural state compared to that version that we see on the yeah. TV show
2: <laughs>
3: I like matter? the I like the TV show version better yeah.
2: but uh, I guess we'll throw out the spoiler tag here too I will go into full detail but in case I do say something that some people consider it spoilers. I'll made to talk about the visuals,
1: not really plot point spoilers. But does um does Batman die in this? <laughs> uh, you ruined it, Dane. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh man,
3: Dane.
0: <laughs>
2: the, the cool part of it because it's set in the Arkham univ- Arkham game universe. I just thought they did a good job of adapting, bringing that world to life in animation. What I love, Oliva does such a great job directing the action sequences because it was so cool how Batman fought it was kind of like how he fought in the games. There's like a scene where, you know how you have to dodge those knife uh, attacks? Mm-hmm. It's pretty much stuff like that was really cool. He was dodging knives like that. He would go on these big guys, or uh, at the end, it's actually Bane, who, he, how, you know, how big he is in the Arkham game. So whenever there's a big character in the game, you have to hop on their back, and you kind of use them to attack the other bad guys you're fighting. So stuff like that, some cool nods to it. just Visually, too, seeing the character's designs from the game be brought to animation, but really cool. And yeah, cool action sequences. Characters were great. Kevin Conroy's Batman again, even though he wasn't in it as much as you would like, still awesome. And then Troy Baker as the Joker, he just knocks it out of the park again.
3: Yeah, although I do miss Luke Skywalker as. Yeah,
2: I mean you can't him. top Mark Hamill, but Troy Baker's the best I've heard since him. I just hope they continue to use him for most Joker projects. Yeah,
3: I think I think the fans are not warming warming up to him. Yeah. So I think I think he's our Joker up for the rest of them. You know, as much as he can get get him into you know out of the easy stuff
2: yeah I hope so because he did a knockout job with this so yeah overall I definitely recommend it I'd probably give it a 4 out of 5 uh, don't have a rating skill but it's not to say 4 out of 5 but <laughs> cool action characters were great and this I think if you were a fan of the Arkham games you want to see more stories continue in that universe just definitely check it out it's really cool do you feel the same Andy <laughs> oh
3: Dana you haven't seen it I't oh, no, I haven't seen it. <sighs> and you call yourself a Batman podcast. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. am bro, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um I loved it. You know, I think one of the reasons I did love it so much because then was because we get this you know, all the members of Suicide Squad was well, they had this distinct personality. And you know, Harley is, you know, she's just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> she, uh, and I I like that it's very much like before Arkham Asylum. The, you know, video game. I think this is the lineup now: Batman Arkham Origins. Then you watch this film, then you play Arkham Asylum, and then you play Arkham City. Yeah. And I think that's the that's the chronological here. Um. But um. No. But I think Susan. So this is what you know. Susan's. I think they, they they could pull off a movie. I or even like. Maybe even as a TV show on Netflix.
2: Yeah, they proves they could work together as a team. I think that was like a test. Because, you know, because this is like, if they could, they would just put this movie as Suicide Squad. But in order to sell, they have to put Batman on the title and kind of work his way in there. But I think the main goal of this movie was to bring the Suicide Squad out into the forefront.
3: Yeah, uh, I love the whole voice cast. Neil McDonald as Deadshot. That, you know, although, it is so weird as an era of fantasy. Deadshot's so freaking bulked up when he, on the show, <laughs> he's like like this... Like he's not tiny, but like he's you know, this normal-built guy and so on. Um, I don't get why they didn't get Terra Strong for Harley Quinn.
2: Yeah, I, I still wish they would use Arlene Sorkin still. <laughs> to me, she's still the best Harley. She could still bulk. I,
3: I, yeah, I think Tara comes in as... Close second. Yeah,
2: she does good too.
3: And uh, like Matt R- G- G-
2: Troy Baker thing. <laughs>
3: yeah, Matthew Gray Goobler as Riddler. That was like he needs to play the Riddler in the movies.
2: Yeah, it wasn't in it that much, but he was a cool version of the Riddler. Yeah, I love that whole sequence. But
3: a- one of the epic thing was seeing. H. Pounder back as
2: yeah,
3: <laughs> Waller D and of like the way she's supposed to look like
2: yeah, <laughs>
3: like I think she as even collar the wall <laughs> yeah I think she was even fatter in this one
2: yeah you might be right
3: <laughs> uh, I mean, she was huge but yeah you know, I I like I like chubby Waller and you know that's that that's the version I grew up with. Um, I don't, you know, I do like the Arrow version where she, you know, she's thin and so I like New too. but, you know, it's nice to see, you know, a powerful woman, you know, not defined by looks, you know, just, you know, I just like her attitude, um, and yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic cast, and, uh, you know, I, would without spoiling too much, um, it's like Tim says, you know, Boot Batman isn't in it as much as you want to, but the Suicide Squad members they make up for it, you know. You 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 will enjoy these characters. Um, I, you know, because as a Flash fan, like it's also fun to see Captain Boomerang, yeah, <laughs> who's a, is, who's actually a rogue being part of the Suicide Squad. You know, this shows, you know, maybe what they could do on the TV show, you know, because we you know we can have some crossover events between Arrow and Flash. You know, maybe you know that's the character we will see, you know, doing these crossovers, you know, between their shows as one of the characters that will do it. Right? but um, you know i i hope they can do another arkham uh, movie actually because this was actually like i like this concept like maybe you could have a movie between arkham asylum and arkham city
2: yeah I'll, maybe even one from arkham city to the next game arkham knight be so, yeah cool. i was
3: about to say that too like you know between city and arkham knight who do we know who arkham knight is
2: not yet. <laughs>
3: uh, I need to I need to make pre order that video game by the way.
2: I need to get the system to play it on <laughs> before it comes out.
3: I just play it on my P C.
2: Yeah, I'm not a PC gamer. I gotta get a console. <laughs> I know you're all set Dane and your dusty PS4. <laughs>
1: yep, my dusty PS4, um, that I haven't touched since December. <laughs> oh wow.
2: Like Right when it came out, almost.
1: No, no, no. Sorry. Uh, February of oh, this year. Okay. <laughs> so it's only been six months. Well, that makes it all better. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, we can move on to a conversation with Alex now? Let's do it. All right. Uh, I got to find his email first. Oh, there it is. Okay. So Alex says, hello, gentlemen. Again, thank you, Alex, for calling us gentlemen, man. Really appreciate that. Right, Tim?
2: It's nice to be thought of as gentlemen and not just uh, losers, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> losers who do podcasts
1: on Well, speak for yourself, Tim. <laughs> uh, Yeah, He, he says, uh, this was my favorite episode yet. I love the Lord of the Rings chat. Uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, I meant to ask you, what is that thing called that big uh, thing that kills Gandalf? Called the Balrog. Oh, the Balrog, yeah. and he just lived in there for, like, hundreds a year?
2: Yeah, like, the dwarves dug too deep into the mining <laughs> stuff, like, they let the Balrog loose.
1: So he was just going around that whole mine area there? Yeah, like,
2: way under, like, in the two towers, the second one, where he see Gandalf, him, and fly down all the way down to that chasm. Oh,
1: oh and then he, he heard noise, and he cl- climbed off?
2: But Yeah, the dwarves kind of opened his way up, pretty much. At least that's the, what I believe happened.
1: <laughs> oh, so, so, how do they make the two different, uh, not elves, uh, what are those things called? Orcs.
2: Oh, the orcs and the urukai?
1: No, like, there's like that skinny one that wanted to eat the, um, that those two hobbits. Yeah. And then there's the big guys. Yeah, those are the, the
2: urukais. The orcs. There's urukais and there's orcs. Oh.
1: How do, they, kinda... how, how do they make them different, though?
2: Yeah, they do something like. Type of crossbreeding, I believe, is what they did.
1: Oh, I see. Well, anyway.
2: There's our uh, The Rings chapter this episode. Yeah,
0: the
1: the constant streams of who's that and where's that had me cracking up. I haven't read the books or seen the movies in 10 years, so I was right there with you, hoping Tim would know the names of all those locations and characters. And then when you. (laughs) Alex, you, you crack me up with this next part. Uh, and then when you got to discussing Frank Miller's age, I had to cover my face because I didn't want anyone to think I was a mad madman laughing while I jogged. He hit the wall. <laughs> he fell from the age tree and hit every branch coming down is now my favorite quote from the podcast. <laughs> Although he didn't look that bad, at least in all of the interviews that I've seen. He's still very intelligent and modest, unlike a lot of other Batman com- comic book artists, that have gotten really arrogant. Well, really? Frank Miller?
2: It's like what Yoda said in episode two. Jedi have become arrogant, even the older, more experienced ones.
1: Yeah, but I mean, Frank Miller is one of the most arrogant people ever. Yeah, Mm and did you read All-Star Batman and Robin and Darknet Returns again or whatever? Strikes Again. (laughs) Strikes Again. (laughs) Those were terrible books and uh, very distasteful, I would say, for certain people. But he says... um, at least, yeah, yeah you said, I said that already. Also, I'm looking forward to more classic novel discussions, <laughs> along with Simpsons references by Tim. Uh, what, what classic novel can we talk about?
2: You did Grapes of Wrath last time.
1: Yeah, Grapes of Wrath. Tale of Two Cities. <laughs> Let's do Of Mice and Men. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, one guy's missing his marbles a little bit. One guy's, you know, regular. And then they go to a farm and... The guy that doesn't have his marbles kills the farm owner's wife on accident, and the the, the regular guy kills the guy with the marbles uh, that doesn't have he's missing a few marbles. So that's uh, of mice and men.
2: I don't have a Simpson's reference for that. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. <yeah. laughs> maybe some know. of the newer episodes do, which I haven't seen too many of. But as far as older Simpson ones, uh, I don't have any.
1: Uh, well, anyway, uh, well maybe next time. Maybe next time we record the podcast. Uh, I enjoyed the second issue of Grayson, but there was some awkward dialogue. I still dig the agent role for Dick, and appreciate them showing that it's still heavily rooted in the Batman universe. But he has questions, as he always does, because Alex, like, I don't know if he thinks about these all week, or if he just, like, like just has them, like, just writes them right off the top of his head. But he always has questions. So he says, which... It's always good to ask. Yes. (laughs) Because
3: then you become smarter.
1: (laughs) And knowledge is power. (laughs) No. uh, uh, He says, which five live-action character portrayals surpass the comic book portrayal of the characters for you? Mine are, one, Heath Ledger's Joker, two, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, three, Michael Rosenbaum's Lex Luthor, four, Erica Durant's Lois Lane, five, Michael Caine's Alfred so,
3: wait. Uh, are you are you a small fan? Alex Who, definitely me? is. <laughs> yeah, Alex. Alex. Alex you, you. That's great, buddy. I. I just had to comment on Michael Rose. I mean, Erica. Oh, we
1: gross. will not have any smallville <laughs> off on this podcast. <laughs> no, no. Go, go ahead.
3: <laughs> no, I, 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 I agree with Alex. I, I, I think, to me, like even Rosebaum and. Duras as Lex Luthor and Lois Lane. Like, they surpassed some of the version I've seen of them, you know, of, the, of those characters in the comic books, like, way better. Like, you know, I, I think, like, you know, Rosebud is the best actor who's ever portrayed Lex Luthor. I think he's even better than Gene Hackman. Ooh, people yeah. want to start hating on me? Just tweet me at Andy Biden. We can discuss. But um, <laughs> <laughs> No way. Way better. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was, like, he, and he's better than Kevin Spacey. I'm, like, look, I, lo- I love the man, but, like, yeah i also hate doing returns but um and i like you know
1: yeah he didn't, he didn't have to try that hard to be uh kevin spacey
3: and <laughs> uh, eric did Lois like she is she fleshed out the character in so many ways that Margaret kidder was never able to do or even terry hatcher so even though i love you know they are my some of my favorite lois lanes but she is Durant's is amazing and um yeah, that's all I want to say. Like when I when I heard Small, like Small is like my Bible. Like when everyone, any, whenever anyone wants to talk about Small, or to watch Small with me, or whatever, I'm like, you know, let's watch it. We, we can talk about it because I love that show. It's I, I was seven years old when the
1: show started.
2: If if only Gary was on for this episode. I know. I know you guys
1: would hit it off, man. But I'm I'm biting my tongue right now.
2: <laughs> Opposites end of the spectrum, right here.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah because. Well, well, I don't know if you heard on the podcast, Andy, but that first episode where uh, Clark uh, is in his barn home, his barn room, and uh, he, he uh, or uh, what's her name, uh, Lana shows up,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, he starts dancing with her, and but it's all sweet. an illusion. <laughs> yeah, no thank you. Not, not, not for me. <laughs> not for me. I was out of that. I mean... I like a good love story uh, I I do it's you know if, if there's gonna be a love story I want it to be good and that uh, I guess you liked it right and that's good enough for them
3: <laughs> 10 years it's it's amazing
1: <laughs> okay okay well um, let's see let's go with Andy Andy you go first um, which five live-action character portrayals surpass the comic book portrayal of the characters for you?
3: Oh lord. Um, okay, this is so difficult because I have so. Okay, I, I'm gonna do. I'm I'm gonna exclude Superman because I think Henry Cavill, Tom Welling, Dean Cain, and Christopher Reeve. I think they all did great portrayals equally for different reasons. I'm not gonna. It's hard to pick one. I'm gonna exclude that. Uh, I'm gonna go Ro- Michael Rosenbaum as Lex Lover. Um I'm gonna go. <sighs> See, here's the way. I want to say Andrew Garfield as Spider Man, but the thing is that he does portray portrays Spider Man so closely to the comic that like he's. I don't know if it's better or if it's you know just as good, but I, I'm gonna I'm still gonna say him. Um, let's take, let's take a female character too. Um. Emma Stone is Gwen Stacy. Um I want to say Christian, but, but I'm not going to say it. I was. I will mention it as a bonus. Um, see, I have two left. Um, damn, this is a good question. Uh,
2: yeah, I really, really got to think on this one. <laughs> I'm still thinking right now. <laughs>
3: Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, Even, I, although I can't, although for me, I can't really say that because I have never read an Iron Man comic, so I don't think that, like, I don't have anything to compare it to, so I, I don't think that counts, although he is magnificent as Iron Man. I was about to say, Robert Downey Jr. is magnificent as Robert Downey Jr., I mean, he's <laughs> magnificent as Iron Man. Um... um uh Steve, um chris evans as captain america because I've, i have read some captain america comics and he he's a lot better than the, the comic book version um fifth one uh, fifth one uh,
2: just say george clooney you know that's what no you
3: no <laughs> no i want to i want to hit him with a car for what he did with batman
1: um alicia silverstone as uh barbara pennyworth
2: Barbara Barbara Wilson, I
1: believe. He (laughs) said,
3: "Bad credit card." Never leave, never leave leave the K without it. This is why Superman works alone. Oh my God! Some of those worst lines ever. (laughs) Like, was was he? Were they trying to imply that Superman exists in a universe? Okay, I'm getting away from the question. Okay, um, fifth, um, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine.
2: Well, that's a good choice though. so yeah see for me the part that makes it hard is he's saying that's uh, better than their comic book performances because there's stuff that are great but I don't know if they're actually better or superior to the comic book performances for me like I say Christian Bale but I don't know if it tops Batman in the comics and like or Heath Ledger even I don't know if he tops some of the Joker stories we got so it's hard to pick ones that are better than the comics
3: oh I didn't see Heath Ledger right
2: no you didn't
3: Okay, he's a, he's the a second bonus. There we go. <laughs>
2: but for ones, for definitely for me that I think surpassed their comic book characters, I'll probably go uh, Aaron Eckhart's Harvey Dent slash Two-Face in The Dark Knight. That'd be the best oh, that's a oh, good interpretation of the character. That's good. And then I'll also go with uh, Manu Bennett for uh, as Deathstroke on Arrow. He's pretty much... I don't know if anyone's going to top of his performance as that character. He just nailed it. And it's such a cool background story, the characteristics of him that... Definitely, I think would probably be. Super well, don't don't speak
3: all. too much, Dane has. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: all I'm gonna say. But he's definitely <laughs> up
3: there. And but that's then, that's good. He's he's amazing.
2: Yeah. I'll go with Christopher Reeve's Superman too. I mean, he is Superman more so than the comics than any other one. He's when I think of Superman, I think of Christopher Reeve. So I have to put him on there. And then I'm probably gonna go. I'll say this: he's not really one of my favorite superheroes. I never got into him. Is Thor. I never really liked him as a character, but I enjoyed Chris Hemsworth's performance as a character more so than I've read in the comics or the few, like, animated series I've seen him on. So Chris Hemsworth's version of Thor is my favorite. Ah, uh, you took character.
1: my number one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <Dan. laughs> um, Yeah, I'm going to say... Um, probably... Oh, you know what? I'm going to say Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Then I'm going to say Chris Hemsworth as Thor. And then I'm going to say... Uh, Morgan Freeman as um, that's a good one what's his that's name that's really good <laughs> Lucius yeah. Fox uh, yeah Lucius <laughs> Fox um, then for number four I'm probably gonna say uh, hmm who should I say probably Aaron Eckhart as uh, Two-Face and number five I'm going to say hmm what am I gonna say Tim from yeah <laughs>
0: How about that's
1: Howard right. the Duck? <laughs> oh, Howard the Duck. Yeah, that's definitely better than the comic, right? That piece of crap movie. I'm oh, sorry. Bo- I'm sorry, to I hate George that Lucas. movie. I'm sorry.
3: I I hate that movie with a passion.
1: <laughs> it's
3: Duck Tits.
2: Uh, George Lucas' biggest shame after the holiday special, I would think.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to say... Uh, uh, Carl Urban's Dread.
2: Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not familiar with the Judge Dread comics, but yeah, he, he was good as Dread. Well,
1: I mean, no, wait, I take that back. It's not necessarily better than the comic book. Uh, hmm. Damn it, Alex, you stumped me. <laughs> I hate doing this. Um, hmm. Who should I pick? you know what? Screw it. Let's just go with Howard the Duck. <laughs> it's official. Number five. And, and halfway with Selena Kyle. Yeah, that was... Well, See, like I said, I mean, she's
2: great in the role, but I don't know if she surpasses the comics. That's what makes She, she sure so does hard.
1: in the New 52. Well,
2: yes, that. <laughs> that's for sure.
1: Uh, yeah, so Howard the Duck. Sorry, Alex. Uh, but, but he continues, and he says, If you could put any superhero in another hero's city to fight their rogues gallery for a week... Who would you choose? I would say Plastic Man and Gotham. Uh, <laughs> how about you, Tim?
2: <laughs> I would actually like to see Batman and Metropolis take on Superman's rogues. They're supposed to be way super powered and you wouldn't think Batman would have a chance stand a chance against them. But he'd figure out a way and I'd love to see how he would take down like villains like the Parasite and Metallo or Bizarro. So that's my pick.
3: I would put the Flash and Gotham city not because I'm the flashpun is doing a backup right now <laughs> That's exactly I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yes I was waiting for this question no but I I, I think it would be able to see how Barry would deal with you know some of these dark grim robes uh, Tim I was actually hoping you would see Batman in Central city. Um, I was
2: thinking of that, but you know, I think Batman could take out all the rogues pretty easily. So. <laughs>
3: but it would be funny; it would be it would be fun to see him interact with Iris and some of these other Flash characters. But uh, but hey, if you don't want to be connected to me, that's fine. <laughs> um, but um, like, yeah, I would put the Flash in Gotham City because Metropolis, like it's almost the same thing for him. Like you know, it's yeah, colorful c- villains and so on, and it's. No, I would put him in yeah, I would put him in Gotham.
1: Alright, so Alex says that he hates Tim <laughs> and wishes his tires would pop <laughs> on his car. <laughs> but, uh, he, no. uh, Alex says, I would like to see Superman in Gotham City so that I can watch him fall
0: <laughs>
1: fail miserably. Cry Clark cry. You're going to be begging for that green rock now, aren't you, Kansas boy? I'm just joking. <laughs> <You> just went to
3: Gotham and then some.
1: I I really want to see how the corruption affects him psychologically, and I'm curious how much better he'll be at helping Gotham than Bruce. I know No Man's Land addressed this a bit, but I want to see it played through. I love the Superman episode Nighttime. Yeah, that I was would a good- love. What one was that? Him.
2: That's where Superman disguises, dresses up as Batman and pretends to be him throughout Gotham. <laughs> it was an awesome uh, episode.
3: Alright, muscle control.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: then he ends things with uh, he says uh, and I would love to see many more of those stories where he teams up with Robin. So thank you Alex. Thank you for your email. We love you man. Just remember we love you. Love you buddy. Ma- e- even if you feel alone in your life. Remember, Dane, Tim, and Andy love you.
3: Yeah, and 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 sure loves you. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? I like his. You know, you know, what would be kind of like a fun, like what if story. I think it's already done, but like, you know, maybe see now in a new series too. If Sturm had landed in Gotham City,
2: yeah, that would be pretty interesting.
3: Yeah. And being raised with, um, ooh, what if. Thomas and Marvin Wayne found him. Also, it, how she it would it be even that if Marvin found him? <laughs> but still. Um,
2: and him and like, Bruce he, were able to race together as brothers.
3: <laughs> yeah. And, um, exactly. And see if he would, like, he would have become, like, Batman of Gotham City, and while wow, Bruce would have been able to live his life.
2: That is a pretty cool concept.
3: Hey, start hey, writing it.
2: Good <laughs> start writing it, Andy.
3: Hey, hey, Gary, Frank, you want to draw some things for me? <laughs> I, I can, I can pay you in podcast episodes.
2: <laughs> I'm sure that'll compensate him.
1: <laughs> well, uh, moving on from Alex. Alex, we love you. We love reading your mails all the time. Uh, Corbin sent us an email. Finally, <laughs> it's been like three shows and you haven't sent us an email. The hell, man! How dare you, yeah. Corbin? We're just playing. Uh, but he says, what the heck happened to tweets from Corbin? Yeah. Well, Corbin, maybe if you sent in an email, we would read your tweets. It goes both yeah. ways, don't you? Know? <laughs> no, I, remember, no, no.
3: I remember an episode when you guys were talking about the Batflex suit. And you were reading off his... Twitter account, something about eggs or egg rolls, I think. (laughs) I'm sure there was. And I was was like, how's Tim reading this and then laughing his ass off?
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Alex. I mean, not Alex. um, Corbin, we will do that now. Uh, Well, the first one I see is, let's be honest, Nolan will have more fun watching Guardians of the Galaxy than Kevin Bacon. (laughs) Then he goes on to say... (laughs) Well, you see, that's the problem. Like A lot of his tweets are replies to people. Uh, but <laughs> his, his, his next one is, uh, Planet of the Apes, check. Taco Bell, check. Mario Kart 8, check. I, I really don't know how this day can get any better. <laughs>
2: that is a pretty good day, I will say that.
1: <laughs> well, Taco Bell runs. Well, maybe not.
2: the Taco Bell party. Yeah, could, maybe could have went to a better yeah. restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and finally, he says told my dad that Thor will now be a girl and then had to backtrack to explain that Thor's not having a sex change. She's a new character.
0: <laughs>
1: and then... <laughs> uh, thanks everyone for the new music for me to check out later. If you felt limited by just five, keep them coming. I don't know what he's talking about now yeah,
2: he, he actually oh. I actually replied to that tweet. He said, oh, you did? Is,
1: is that is that an
3: advertisement right in the middle of the email? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's something you know, to get get Star five.
1: <laughs> uh well he says worst part of being put in charge of feeding for pioneer school. It's pioneer school. Huh.
2: It's part of uh, it's a special school we have for my church that we go it's like the special program they have set up.
1: And it's called pioneer school? Mm-hmm. Why do you yeah. guys like go out and pioneer?
2: It's the term for use for or... those when we go preaching in the ministry. Those who are kind of make it like their full time.
1: Oh, oh, oh you mean the, the the door to door? Yeah, thing. yeah. those oh.
2: who do a full time are called pioneers, so they have pioneer school for it. Oh, I guess Gordon okay. was in charge of the food
0: <laughs> for that one.
1: Is hoping. Okay, wait. Worst part of being put in charge of feeding for pioneer school is hoping, stressing that everyone remembers to bring the food. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh wow, he's a little late on this one. He's a chariot baby, and I've never <laughs> heard he heard that song before here we have five different country stations all playing the exact same music oh and finally i guess this will be the last one all right corbin we read like 10 of yours
0: yeah. <laughs> we're making up lot of time uh,
1: he says uh, sometimes my dad hates wearing seatbelts more than he hates that annoying dinging noise <laughs> coming from his truck
3: kids <laughs> seatbelts are good at staying in school
1: uh, yeah seatbelts save uh,
2: lives so buckle up <laughs>
1: Uh, But yeah, his email says, sorry I haven't seen an email in a while. I've sent an email in a while. I've just been really busy. It's really no excuse. Yeah, you know what? You're right, Corbin. It's no excuse. (laughs) Shame (laughs) on you, Corbin. (laughs) Um, But he says, uh, in terms of the new creative teams, I'm more happy with the Batgirl change than Catwoman. Catwoman was crazy writing done bad. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a little worse than what you put there. Corbin. But Simone was trying really hard to write a good story and failed on every level. You got that right, man. Um, But I'm happy with all the changes so far. Hopefully I won't have any bad reviews after all these changes in a few months. Yeah, right. (laughs) Just the other day they announced Gotham by Midnight, which sounds really cool. I'm glad DC is branching out to different art styles with these new series. I hope they continue this path with other with other books, too. Yeah, and speaking of uh, differing art styles, I want to see Jock back on uh, the, the DC books. I mean, what happened to him? I know. I mean, he's just doing movies now.
2: <laughs> well, maybe he's getting too big. <laughs> for oh, yeah. like yeah. No.
1: <laughs> but anyway, he says, uh, just the other day, they up, okay, I read that already. <laughs> uh, he says, I'm with you, Dane. I'm not into Avatar at all. I watched it at my in-law's house, and it was just okay. Of course, I can't stand going to the theater and paying so much money to watch a movie in 3D. I hate 3D. I will never see another movie that way in theaters ever again. Waste of money. Yeah, you know, because I saw uh, that uh, Last Airbender movie oh. in 3D. Yeah, it's you... not so good.
3: Uh, but... have, may, may, may the Lord have, even on my religious. May the Lord have mercy on your soul because that movie is awful.
1: <laughs> say that again, and I paid full price. The three D price, yeah. Um, but he says uh, I've never seen the Lord of the Rings slash Hobbit movies, but you guys made me want to check it out. See, Tim, you're bringing new people into yes. the Lord I of the
2: Rings. And now Corbin. <laughs> Well, I
1: mean, I'm just running. Uh, I'm I'm just concerned about the geography. Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> you sent me a text saying I think I'm liking Lord of the Rings now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then I followed that up with maybe just the scenery.
2: Right, slowly, I'm getting to you. <laughs> You're going to be a full. Well, I mean,
1: they are good movies. I, I I I like the elf girl from um, uh, the Hobbit one. The, desolation of, smaug. Yeah, the des- desolation of smog. Yeah, The
3: desolation of smog. I think he's talking about. I think talking about his Smaug. Uh, smog. I think he's talking about the Valentine Lily's character.
2: Yeah, Tarion. Yeah.
3: Tario was amazing. I just want to marry her.
2: No, I don't know it's... what happens in the third movie, but since she's a made-up character and she's nowhere to be found or mentioned in the books, I don't think she's gonna have a good outcome <laughs> in the next movies. Shh!
3: Don't be so freaking negative. <laughs> all, all will be
1: well. We'll see. But yeah, I, I like uh, she elf, whatever her name is. Tario. Oh Tario. Tario. <laughs> Tario, and I think she should be with the. Um... Not the Hobbit. What do you? Dwarf. I think she should be with the dwarf, not um, uh, Hugo weaving. <laughs> She's not <with> even Hugo. Weaving, <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. I, I can't remember <laughs> the guy's name. Uh, Orlando Bloom. Legolas? Yeah, yeah, Legolas. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I'll, I can't say anything about that because it'll definitely go with the spoilers for the third movie. So I'll just keep my mouth shut. Yeah,
3: and I haven't read the books. So if you spoil yeah. anything, I swear to God, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will spoil oh, the
2: next issue. He I, dies. Right? Yeah, Legolas dies, even though he's in the next movies.
1: So. <laughs> oh, 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 that dwarf guy dies, right? I knew it. Okay, moving Conf- on.
2: Confirmed, Dane. Yeah, <laughs> Everybody dies in the
0: movie. <laughs> um,
1: but he says, uh, I can't tell if Alex really enjoys listening to me when I'm on the show, because he says he enjoys everyone. Come on, Alex, don't lie to the rest <laughs> of us. Yeah, <laughs> you, can be, you can be truthful. You, can yeah, you be can be say truthful. you hate Corbin. <laughs> yeah, you can say you hate Corbin's guts. And you never want to hear him on the show again. Uh, But Tim, since he's not here, he has another versus for you. And it's already failed. Yeah, go ahead and read it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw this and I was like, "Uh, Darth Vader got it. I mean, he got it in the bag. (laughs) Uh, He says, uh, Darth Vader versus Pikachu from the Pokemon. Pikachu has always been known to be the most resilient of the Pokemon. Has he really?
2: I don't know. I don't follow Pokemon.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, Pokemon needs to die already. Sorry, uh, I said that. Well, nobody's a Pokemon fan here, so. Uh, I
3: like a Digimon is so much better.
2: I haven't gotten anything with the word "mon" in it, so I can't comment on Digimon
3: either. Batmon. <laughs> Batman.
1: <Bot-mon>. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <demais. laughs> Flashman. Uh, he is too much willpower for Vader to no. Jedi mind trick him. <laughs> oh, wait, I missed the whole sentence. He has great willpower. He has electrical abilities, which have been shown to hurt Vader. He has too much willpower for Vader to Jedi mind trick him. And he doesn't have a neck. So Vader couldn't <laughs> force <first laughs> choke him. All you would have to do is short out Vader's lightsaber and then send a freaking <laughs> lightning bolt through Vader. Boom, fight over him that quickly.
2: No, okay, Corbin, here we go. The thing <laughs> about the Jedi mind trick on him, Anakin was able to do a Jedi mind control on the Reek in Episode 2, so he does have the ability to do it against animals or creatures. So he could do it to Pikachu. There's that. And the whole thing with the lightsaber being shorted out by the lightning. Obi-Wan showed also in Episode 2 when Dooku... Did this force lightning on him? He blocked it with his lightsaber. So I'm assuming Darth Vader could do too. And he doesn't have to force choke him. He could just force push him like a mile away. He's so little, and have him smash to a wall. Vader wins again. Sorry, Corbin.
1: Yes, he does. So, so it's pretty much like seven, seven, nothing, right?
2: Yeah, or there is that tie. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. You know. So six zero one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's like a soccer score. Yeah. Um. I mean, a soccer record. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, just real fast because I don't think uh, Andy will know what we're, what we're talking about. Since we talked about it on the uh, on last podcast, uh, Lester, good choice, bad choice? well, well you tell me. <laughs> no, no, you tell me. Oh, I, 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 I have my opinion.
2: Oh, I think it's a good choice. Yeah, they had a yeah. bad start. Yeah, and me too. He's gonna, in the postseason is where he's going to shine.
1: You just need some freaking run support. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, maybe but anyway. but hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, thank you, Corbin. We love you, man. Even though you're, even though you're away in Pioneer School right now, and you can't send us emails. Do you, do you go away when you go to Pioneer School, or do you it's, just stay?
2: It's like usually for a week. Oh. So, but I think oh, so that tweet was a while ago. So
1: <laughs> yeah. So so he'll email us by the time we have our next show. So. Uh, thank you, Corbin. We love you, man. Uh, finally, we got this strange email from, <laughs> I don't know, some guy. I kind of remember him. I think he has like a podcast called like Everybody Loves, uh, Steve Jobs or something. <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, it's it's totally. I can't recall this guy. Uh, but he says, "Where has the time gone? The summer has sped along." so fast I think I missed it all the band I was I was in crashed and burned uh, uh, sorry Rob uh, that's well, gotta
2: be the worst feeling though, from a well, musician to be part I mean, of getting a band together yeah. and not even to make it off the ground
1: right at up least you against.
2: tried
1: yeah um, sorry Rob <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that turned out to be a good thing oh see it's a positive it was taking me away from Gotham and I didn't like it that's good I've been trucking along on my own podcast. Robin, everyone loves Steve Jobs. I have, <laughs> I, I have been listening to Batfans, but like a jerk, I have not written in. I know, Dane, I'm fired. No, you're not. You're not fired, Rob. You, you can no longer send us emails. You can't even listen to our podcast. now <laughs> on. All right? I've had it with you. Going uh, beyond said,
0: fired. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So he says. Uh, so I'll play catch up the best I can here. Uh, he and he has some questions. Well, his first question is Batman Zero. Batman Zero Year. How did I? Oh no, these aren't questions. Damn it, Rob! Why did you number them?
2: <laughs> again, uh, <it's> fired.
1: <laughs> you are fired. Fired from email. <laughs> yep. But uh, he. You can, uh, you
3: can never write an email ever again. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, but he says um, Batman Zero Year. How did I feel? Well, I don't remember. I know at the start we were all jazzed about the book and just went on and on about how great the series was. Then something funny happened. It went on and on and on, so much so that it was hard to remember the story anymore. You know what, Rob? I kind of agree with you. It kind of did go on a bit too long. Um, but uh, he says so many twists and turns that I couldn't re- remember what was what anymore. Now that I'm now that being said, I did enjoy the final issues. Bruce taking himself to Arkham, I did not see coming. The thing about Zero Year is this. You can tell another person a quick synopsis of the story in a few words like you can with year one. Zero Zero Year is going to be something I'm going to have to sit down and reread over again from front to back. There is so much happening that it's hard to recall the first issue a year later. I'll give the whole story three out of five emails. Rob said he was going to write...
0: What? (sighs) What?
1: Oh yeah, oh that's his email. I mean that's his uh, rating field. Rob said he was gonna write. I think it might be higher than that than that, but I gotta reread it again. I think there was too much filler. Yeah, I, d- I definitely know what you feel like when um, it comes to trying to explain zero year to some somebody because like uh, I was trying to explain uh, the rule five draft to my girlfriend. Oh
2: <laughs> wow, <and>, good luck.
1: <laughs> yeah. It didn't end well, so I mean, the Rule Five draft and uh, Zero Year are kind of kind of similar. I mean, there's just so much stuff that you have to explain that connect with other things that cl- connect to the main plot of the story. Um, but then he goes on to say uh, uh, Batman Eternal, or he goes on to talk about Batman Eternal. I'm loving this the story. It's slow burn, and I kind of like that. We have a long way to go. Problems with Zero Year could happen, her, also, but uh, Rob, you need a good spell checker, or you need to re... Um, problems with zero year could happen here also, but I feel the pacing is much better. I really feel like, Rob, I really felt like, I really feel like we are exploring the whole of Gotham, and I can... And can I say, it's finally great to have Tim Drake back again. He feels like...
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what? I can't okay. comment on Rob because he used <laughs> to know all the mistakes I made on our show notes in the past. So
1: I know how you uh, feel, How Rob about
3: this? He gets a pass because of his first email to the show.
1: <laughs> all right. Okay. Free so passes, just be just pa- just be, just be patient. Thank you. you. You can thank me later, Rob. Yeah, you better thank him, Rob. <laughs> uh, he says uh, he feels like his old self in this book. I would love to see a Red Robin Blue Bird book. And the jury is still out who is the one that has Bruce tied up to the Bat-Signal in issue number one. And Steph Brown. Love having her back as well. There have been that, plenty that of... That is
3: great. Pro- that is great. Sorry to interrupt. I just had to say, it's, even though I didn't read a lot of Steph Brown comics, I do think it's great that a character that is so beloved is finally back. And hopefully soon we'll see her, like... like is, it, is it, Am I the only one who wants to see her like, in a TV
1: show or in a movie?
2: oh that'd be cool a spoiler yeah. I want to see a spoiler because I love that costume Yeah, <laughs> it fits yeah,
1: yeah but still I mean Andy if you haven't read any Batgirl skip the new 52 Batgirl at least until issue what 35 um uh, and uh read the Brian Q. Miller Stephanie see, Brown Batgirl
3: I, I've tried to find it but it's impossible to even get it on Amazon because you know I, yeah. I don't
1: think <laughs> oh I see I see well you can get on Comicsology, the app or the website yeah
3: but you know I want to get collected volumes I don't want to get like oh. single issues like it's just like it, it just harbors my space man <laughs> uh,
1: but he says uh, he, he goes on to say I love this series front to back <laughs> finally oh no wow wow Rob <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's making up
1: for last time. Yes, he is. Uh, he he goes on to talk about Batman versus Superman. No more black costume. I told you. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh no, he used told you like Mickey Fink does. <laughs> he looks fantastic as Batman. I have been pro Ben. Okay, I have been pro Ben since day one. I say once we actually see footage, that will help with some of the feelings. San Diego, Comic-Con, 14, what? That did not just happen. The Dark Knight Returns suit. Sweet.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But I add, like, not double exclamation points, but, like, quadruple (laughs) double exclamation points. (laughs) Rob will get that Seinfeld reference.
1: (laughs) And Wonder Woman reveal. If they play their cards right, this might be the best thing DC has ever done. I don't have enough email space to go on, but wow. And if (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: oh man okay Rob we're laughing at you we're laughing at Date. I think I need to I need to eat something I think my blood sugar is a bit low um okay let me pace myself here you're almost there Dan. come on okay I'm breathing let you me just breathe for a second
0: <laughs>
1: um <laughs> Batman and Robin. Robin rises. I want Damien back. Or Tim. But Damien needs to come back. That's what I'm pulling for. I don't want a sixth new Robin. I feel that Bruce needs his son back. That is the thing that will make the circle complete in my book. I know that has said he is bringing better. Than is good now that I can. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> oh my god, thanks for that incredible email. No, no, he says, um,. Uh, I know that Tomasia said he is going to bring Robin back. Now I know that can mean anything, but Damien makes the most sense. He puts scene. <laughs> I mean, come on, Rob. Uh, <laughs> the, um, the love of what a father will do for his son is such a great idea for the story. Batman and Robin have been one of my favorite books Book in the new in NU52. <laughs> and this past arc... ARK, by the way, of the search for Robin was great. The whole run, starting with 18 till now, has just been superb. <laughs> Can't wait, ought to see What's next? <laughs>
0: um,
1: okay, that's enough for... Oh, thank you, Rob. He gets, um, he gets a pass. He gets a okay. pass. Okay. Okay, that's enough for now. I I gotta say, I almost passed out hearing Terrence back on the show. Granted, it was short. I have a feeling like we, like we need to get the band back together.
2: We <laughs> like the Beatles reunion. <laughs> yeah, someone's gonna offer us money to get together the to four of us again. Or, uh,
1: or even better, like the the reunion of Wham.
2: <laughs> what? No thanks. I'll go with the Beatles.
1: Or the reunion of uh Poison. <laughs> <laughs> The reunion of the Backstreet Boys.
2: Okay. (laughs) You're going way too
1: (laughs) out there now. Uh, He says, I want to have you guys on my show. No, thank you, Rob. I don't (laughs) want to be on your show. Not if it's going to be like this email. (laughs) No, no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Thank you for writing us, Rob. Uh, He says, take care, and I will be back to writing in more. You know, Rob, just don't. (laughs) No.
3: (laughs) No, no, please.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, please write in, Rob. We we love you, man.
3: Buddy, we weren't laughing at your email. We
1: were laughing at
3: Dame. Yeah, li-
1: everybody was laughing at me because I got a little winded there. <laughs> I felt like I ran the mile.
2: Hey, like you said, it's been way too long. So again, yeah, thanks for writing in, Rob. Good to hear. Yeah. What I wanted to hear what you thought of all the Batman stuff going on, especially the, uh, <laughs> the Ben Affleck suit be I like, know, like you said, you're the one who was harping out it to be black and gray, and yeah, you got it. <laughs>
1: You it, buddy. And, and by the way, he says, "And I will be back to writing in more. I promise." It is <laughs> <laughs> people agree <the> <laughs> I miss the <this> show. <laughs> well, we miss you, Rob. Please write in again.
3: Uh, you haven't got anywhere. Why, why I, you miss? Why, you miss them? You, they, they are here every month.
1: <laughs> yep. So uh, he says, "Thank you." Or oh, no, he doesn't say thank you. He just puts hyphen Rob, Robin. Everyone Loves the Drake po- podcast host. So his podcast is called Robin, Everyone Loves the Drake, not Everyone Loves Steve Jobs.
2: <laughs> That's going to be your next podcast, Dante. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm going to do a podcast about somebody that passed away like four years ago.
2: Has it been that long? No, it hasn't. Been. Or
1: three years. Three years, I think. 2011?
2: Was it, man? If it is 2011, yeah. But it doesn't seem like it's that long.
1: Well, anyway... Uh, Thank you, Rob, for sending in that email. Uh, we love you, man. Don't forget that. If you're ever feeling lonely, if, you're white, if, if your wife makes you sleep on the couch, just know <laughs> that Dane and Tim and Andy love you. So yes. with that, we can finally, finally move into our comic book review. So a lot wait, of spoilers. Wait, wait, wait.
3: wait. There was one thing I wanted to bring up on the show, which has to do with Batman, of course. Um, Batman Earth 1, Volume 2.
2: We got Did the cover.
3: The, <laughs> we got a cover from Nerdist.com. Was that was that the what they who broke the cover? No, I, I don't
2: even remember who broke the cover. I just remember seeing it up like the Twitter uh my Twitter feed seeing it, so what, what,
3: what do we think about it, gentlemen?
2: I think it looks cool. It has the villains or two face or it two face it was Killer Croc, I believe Two Face in there and Alfred and uh, there's a female character, I don't know who she was
3: maybe barbara
2: maybe <laughs> but either way i'm excited for the book and like i said last podcast I'm glad it's kind of finally back on the radar <laughs> and now we got the cover and a few uh, sketches of it so
3: yeah I, like, I was rereading earth one the other day and it's just like earth One. it's it's a series. like they should make more of them. Like There should be fl- The Flash, Earth One, Green Lantern, Earth One. Or it's so just on.
2: like their movies. Only Batman and Superman can get the books. Other characters will come later. <laughs> yeah, I find, it wasn't Two-Face. It was, I think Riddler is the main character of the story. Yeah, I don't know where I got Two-Face from. He,
3: if he should up in the post-gradest like, post-gra- scene of Earth One, Volume Two, I'm blaming you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Anything that happens you don't like, Andy, you can blame it because I mentioned it. <laughs>
3: That's because you keep jinxing it. You, you first, you, you want well, to. Oh, crap. I forgot what you, what you. Oh, you said that. Oh, they're, re, they're rebooting Cow Woman. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's happening. <You> just watch.
3: <laughs> may, may that never happen, one of us, or I will slap you all on the faces.
1: Alright, so with that, we can move into our comic book review. So just. A crap ton of spoilers. So if you haven't read your books for August 6th and August 13th, you might want to pause this right now. Go to your comic book store. Pay money for your comics. Don't steal them now. We don't want (laughs) you to go to prison.
3: Or buy them them digitally on Comixology.
1: Yeah, buy them digitally. Or have somebody else buy them for you. (laughs) And then you can read them after they're done with them.
0: Or you can you just don't... let us
2: spoil it for you. Yeah, <laughs> or
1: you, you can have Tim spoil it for you so that you can say that you, re- you read uh or or maybe people are a little short in cash, man. They can't spend three ninety nine, four ninety nine on uh, tech and Batman.
2: I know I can't on every title, which is why I didn't get Grayson this week. <laughs> One <laughs> title had to go back on the shelf, but eh, it's gonna be Grayson.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, but it's like ever since I went digital, it's like it's it, it, it's like i mean especially with batman because those books are like five bucks yeah and it's like oh man i'm just spending five bucks on a 32 page comic
2: i know <laughs> it could get to you sometimes when you yeah get the tally up when you get all your comics and they bring so maybe
1: i'll just read the review and just read the review <laughs> of the podcast but um anyway uh we're covering the weeks of August 6th and August 13th. For August 6th, we have Batman Eternal recap issues 18 and 19 and Detective Comics number 34. And for August 13th, we have Batman number 34. So for August 6th, uh, let's go with... Oh, well, Andy didn't read the book, so... No uh, Tim,
2: I will go with, start with Batman Eternal, but first got to have our rating scale.
1: Uh, chubby Amanda Wallers. <laughs> chubby Amanda okay.
2: Wallers at... Uh, that have come back to the DC universe. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's it. So uh, for August six, where do you want to start us off at? We got Batman Eternal recap issues eighteen and nineteen, and we have tech number thirty
2: four. We'll start with Batman Eternal. Okay. So, like I mentioned earlier, I skipped the last few issues. I dealt with the whole Arkham Underground supernatural thing with <laughs> the Spectre, Batwing, and all that stuff. But I kind of got caught up in these two issues. That kind of said what was going on. So I really, I don't think I missed much. <laughs> But this issue is focusing on, which is mainly what I liked about it, about Batman and Bard kind of teaming up with Killer Croc for a bit, <laughs> which sounds strange, but it actually worked and made for some funny moments. Because Bard is uh, out on the streets and he sees these two people who look hurt and sick go down into the sewers. Then he sees some like creature grab them, so he goes to go down there to find out what's going on. But then Batman comes up from behind him and says like, "Yeah, like we'll pretty much we'll go and in- investigate this together." And they still don't have that trust factor where Batman knows that Bard's doing good right now to protect the city, but there's something about him he doesn't trust because his methods cost some people their lives when he brought in Falcone and Penguin. So he still hasn't won Batman over just yet. I kind of like the dialogue they have there where uh, he's all, Batman tells him, like, you walk ahead of me. He's all, why, you don't trust me? Batman's, no, I just don't trust that you'll get grabbed by something behind you. (laughs) Batman is the smart aleck remark that you would expect to have from him. So Killer Croc shows up, and of course Bard thinks he's the culprit, and they have a little fight. There's a funny moment where Bard's trying to get his gun to shoot Killer Croc, but when he comes up, the panel just shows he grabbed his shoe. <laughs> just a funny shot of him holding his shoe at Killer Croc, and then Killer Croc just grabs him by his hand and just almost smashes him into the water. is <laughs> a funny moment, I thought, the way he was drawn with holding that shoe. <laughs> but they go just discover that Croc isn't the one hurting these people they find the dead body of the person he was chasing down there they think, he thinks it's croc because his face got torn up but it ends up there's someone else who's doing this or some creature who leaves like a black hand mark on the walls of the sewer that I know it's not killer croc because of that hand so they go investigating there to see who exactly is doing that when they know it's not croc so the other part of this issue has to deal with uh, Batwoman Jason Todd and Batgirl they're in uh, Brazil trying to find the person who's responsible for setting up Gordon for what happened at the train station all the way back in issue one. So they're dealing with that while Batman and Bard are dealing with Croc. And that's tying into the whole Arkham thing I mentioned earlier. Then we just got one moment of Gordon in jail, which kind of is setting up what's going to happen in issue 19, where it looks like there's going to be kind of like a prison breakout with different factions on the Falcone side and the Penguin side. So this issue ends with uh, Batgirl, confronting the person who's pretty much set up gordon he's like i don't know if you remember the character spellbinder from batman beyond who just kind of makes you see what you want to see causes these illusions which pretty much what made him think gordon saw the person holding the gun and caused him to call the whole train wreck in issue number one so before batgirl can apprehend this guy he uses hypnosis on her to makes her see when she returns to jason and batwoman he makes them makes her see the joker and uh her brother, James Gordon Jr., and she's about to attack him because that's who she thinks she's fighting. So that's where the issue ends with number eighteen. This one I just like the dialogue and the interaction Batman and Bard had with Killer Croc. It's made for some funny moments. So, and I'm glad that it's finally bringing a close, hopefully, to Bart, Batgirl and investigation to finding the person who set up Gordon. So this issue played out nicely. It was a good pace. I was going to give this one three out of five chubby Amanda Wallers who made their way back into the DC universe. <laughs> And for issue 19, this one kind of continues with the fight with Batgirl and uh, fighting Batwoman and Jason Todd. But like I said, she thinks it's the Joker and her brother. I just got to say, the art for this one, uh, not, wasn't a fan of it as it was in the last issue. This one was done by Emmanuel uh, Simone, I think, or if I'm saying it right, Simeoni, maybe one of those two. <laughs> but I just didn't like the way he drew Jason Todd. His red hood mask almost looked like it was part of his face. It looks almost exactly like Red Skull. <laughs> It didn't look like a mess. It just looked like part of his face, which kind of threw me off a bit. But other than that, we got Batgirl taking out Jason, which was kind of made for a cool fight sequence because it panels between her fighting Jason, but then it showed you the Joker who she really thinks uh, she is fighting. And then Batwoman goes to apprehend the guy who's causing Batgirl to do all this. And, of course, she comes prepared where she has these special lenses that keeps her from succumbing to his hypnosis when he looks at her. And then she also sprays him with a scarecrow fear toxin that she happened to have, which takes him out. Uh, But she wasn't able to apprehend him because he sends these because they find his locations at like a child labor sweatshop. And he's using these kids to kind of do his fighting. So, of course, that one, we can't hurt him since they're kids and he's able to make his escape. So she has to carefully subdue the kids, but not hurt him. But then this guy is able to escape. But Jason is able to get snapped. Barbara out of it by making her remember an encounter they had together, something only he and her would know so she knew it wouldn't be the Joker. It kind of snaps her out of it. So that's where that portion of the story ends, and then if we get to the point where, I mentioned earlier in the last issue, there's a criminal or inmate breakout in Blackgate where Gordon's being held. You got people trying to get Falcone released and trying to get the Penguin released and they're holding hostages. So this is kind of Gordon's chance to I guess not prove that he's still good, because I'm sure there's people who think that, but maybe get some redemption in some people's eyes. He's going to help save the hostages that these inmates have uh, taken in Blackgate. So that's where that story's going. And then this issue ends with Batman, Croc, and Bard uh, following one of those creatures where it's revealed that they're kind of these like alien species or interdimensional beings who've like, come across into their dimension from theirs, and they're... And have, like taking control of people in Arkham, which is part of the storyline. Where I didn't read too much, but it just kind of got me up to speed. Where yeah, there's alien beings who are taking control of Arkham, and now Batman, Bard, and Killer Croc are there to stop them. And that's where the issue ends. Where Croc and Batman are about to make the move against the guy who kidnapped uh, the little girl from issue number eighteen. When Bard saw her and her father sneak into the sewer at the beginning. So this issue wasn't as good as the first, as issue eighteen, but still enjoyable there is some more resolution to the whole Batgirl uh, finding out who did this to Gordon, who set him up. I'm glad we got that resolved as far as knowing why Gordon did what he did and why he kept saying, this is what I saw. So overall I'll give this one probably a three out of 5 chubby Amanda Wallers who made their way back to the DC universe. So back on track with Batman eternal with these two issues.
1: Chubby Amanda Wallers,
2: (laughs) which is the only Amanda (laughs) Waller.
1: All right, uh, tech number 34. Um, did did you feel like this really wrapped up things really, really fast?
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. That same thing. It felt rushed, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, or why don't you go first, Tim?
2: Yeah, I mean that was probably my biggest issue with it. It felt rushed or just really fast-paced because the last issue ended with Gordon, or not Gordon, Bullock and Batman about to have that fight, and then a big explosion happened. And their fight was already done. They're pretty much saying, "Okay, we gotta go to the waterfront and check this. Check this out. Why this happened?"
1: Yeah, then, you see that—that that was the confusing part. And I—I I found out as I was reading it, some of the panel, like panel to panel, it was a bit confusing to you know uh, follow the story.
2: A little bit. It kind of for me it was somewhere some of the stuff that happens where I had to go back and read the previous issues just to make sure, okay this happened here and this happened there okay now it's making sense but we get that one thing i did like in this issue was in issue number 33 we had where elena's daughter and her father came up to her and brought the guy who killed his her mom and he's saying okay this is your chance you can shoot him take out this guy who took out your mother And i was expecting kind of the typical thing where like no i can't do it my mother wouldn't like this and she'd let him walk away but no like the Pretty much the second page, she shoots the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: that was a big surprise. I didn't expect that. I was like, oh, man, she she really did it. And then she felt guilt after, right? Yeah. And then what I didn't get was, like, at the end, she was okay with it. She was like, okay, I'm just moving on.
2: It like I just kind of took it where she, Gotham was such a bad place for her. Like, she just couldn't wait to get mm-hmm. out of there. And I just like how the dialogue her and Bruce had at the end where he was saying, like, hey, look. Like the skies are clearing, like it's not that bad in Gotham, or it's not always misery here in Gotham. But then she goes, no, that's because we're not in Gotham anymore. Like <laughs> guess we're like right at the edge of Gotham, yeah. like the city limits. And then she just takes off.
1: Yeah, but I mean, still, I mean, that's probably the end of her, right? Yeah. Well, and, but but yeah. like, she she killed a guy, <laughs> like like four hours ago. She killed a guy. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's what I don't get.
2: Yeah, I wonder if Bruce, because well, you know you'd think Batman would know everything that goes on in a case. It's right. either what he felt bad about his mother, that he let her walk away and that he didn't take her in. So yeah, it's kind of interesting. That's a good point. But we kind of got the reveal of who that guy in the truck from the second part of this issue, who looked all pink and radioactive. We find out he's where uh, the gang was getting the uh, Icarus drug from. They were pretty much creating the drug from this guy, but now he's on the loose and he caused a big explosion on the waterfront. That in the very beginning, Elena was trying to help talk Bruce into saving, into like rebuilding again, but now that's all <laughs> destroyed and made even worse. Batman gets ticked off by <laughs> by that, and he beats up that guy pretty good. Then the panel, the action sequence of this, I mean, it's really great. I love the drawings, and I liked how <laughs> from the second issue, or third issue, or third part of the story, was where we saw that squid where Batman had to fight against, I wasn't expecting him to show up again in this issue, <laughs> and while it's the artwork was great, and it's cool seeing him again. I thought it was kind of a cheap way for uh, the gang leader to get taken out, where he just gets grabbed by the squid, and <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and then Batman falls in. I did like how Bullock was the one who helped him out, though. He pulls him out of the water before Batman drowns. And then he real quickly tries to cuff him, like saying, I told you we weren't finished yet, I'm going to bring you in now. And you're like, you're going to be a nice feather in my cap. But he turns his head, and the next thing you know, Batman's already gone, escaping from the handcuffs, in typical Batman fashion. And then Bullock just picks up the pick that he used to get out of the cuffs. I just <laughs> love that
1: moment. And he does it again with the Arkham Doctor. I can't remember his name, Booker? Is it? Uh, I, I can't remember either, but... <laughs> oh, no, no, so, so sorry, I'm thinking of Batman number 34. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But yeah, then this the issue ends with it setting up, I guess, the next arc, which is going to deal with anarchy. Which definitely interested to see what Manipal and Bouchard are going to do with that character because he hasn't been used since. There's that remember that story and was it Red Robin that whole Internet 3.0 or something like that that he created? No. It just wasn't very memorable. So yeah, we'll
1: see what he I does remember it, category. but I don't want to go back to it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so this issue was good, but like you said, kind of a rushed ending to the whole Icarus arc. So I'm gonna give it three and a half out of five chubby Amanda Wallers who made their way back to the DC universe.
1: Yeah, it was definitely rushed, like really, really rushed to the point where it, you know, pa- like I said, panel to panel, it was kind of hard to, to figure out um, the story, but I, I think the art saves this one because if the art wasn't good, I think it would, it would, it would be at like a one and a half. Um,
2: <laughs> I wouldn't go that low because of the art. Oh,
1: maybe a two, two. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, anarchy. I, I want to see what they do with anarchy. Hopefully, it's not Internet three Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, they got lost in the transition from the old continuity to the new fifty two continuity. No, so.
2: no. I don't, what's it three point Was it the un- the internet? Wasn't it some weird name? Internet. Yeah, the internet. that's what it was. Because
1: right. it had those two German dots over it. <laughs>
2: yeah, now it's coming back to me slowly, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So um. Yeah, I love the art. The story was uh, sketchy, <laughs> um, so I'm gonna give this. Uh, I'm gonna give this a good three out of five. Uh, chubby Amanda Waller is that? Uh, he just got brought back to the DC universe after. I mean, out of nowhere. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, for August thirteenth, we have Batman number thirty-four. I have to say, uh, filler, but good filler. Yes, <laughs> perfectly yeah. said. So, we're done. All right. <laughs> no, no. Um, uh, Tim, why don't you go?
2: Yeah, like, it's kind of strange to see like a one-and-done story by Scott Snyder. But again, it was also...
1: It's been so long, man.
2: Yeah, but he, I think it was just a story credit for it. It was uh, Jerry Dugan who got the writing credit for it. But yeah, it was still enjoyable. The basic premise of it is that uh, people are being murdered who are patients of Leslie Tompkins. So, I always liked Leslie Tompkins, so I'm glad she was incorporated into the story. So Batman has to go find out why this is happening and he's you know what I noticed about this issue almost all the murders except for the attempt on Leslie Tompkins Batman didn't uh, he wasn't able to save the people pretty much all the victims who were shown in this issue they all got killed except for the main one of the main characters Leslie Tompkins cuz Batman's usually good at saving at least one person or the last person who's Yeah gonna
1: yeah and them. it made it, it made me think like Gotham is a big place right Gotham City Yeah is a big place. So like it, if you're in one station like you're, let's say you're a detective in one station, um, and there's a serial killer on the loose, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like real life. Uh, if there's a serial killer on on the loose, you know, did detectives go after him, right? Um, I, I wonder if Batman would notice that. Like, I mean, especially like during the, let's say the the death of the family arc,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where you know he was totally tunnel vision on Joker. Yeah, I wonder but... if he would like help the the GCPD detectives catch the serial killer, or if it would just be a if they would have to do the heavy lifting by themselves.
2: You would think he's like the type who would want to do it all himself, or he probably wouldn't want to rely yeah. on the detective. Probably because he doesn't trust them, and he thinks he could do a better job. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like you know, Batman can't be everywhere to save everyone. I just thought yeah. it was something different that played out in this issue. Mm-hmm. I did like to the sequence where. One of the victims batman wasn't there in time to save the guy the murderer here kills a homeless man but there was a dog who saw it the dog uh, sees them drive off and then batman sees the dog then he kind of gets them to follow the trail with the scent i just like the dialogue batman gave to him it was like did you catch his scent okay then you're deputized like <laughs> just making him part yeah. of the team so he's able to uh, trace them down to the next victim's apartment who wasn't able to save but then the next target on this murderer's list is Leslie Tompkins. and then
1: okay. So so here's where I got my one complaint for this okay, issue. Okay, let's it. Would Batman really have that kind of technology? Yeah. Where it, 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 you know, <laughs> changes his whole figure, not not into another man, but into a woman.
2: Yeah, I will say this. I was kind of expecting just to be all the regular rubber mask and a suit that would have been more far-fetched for me to believe which happens all the time in batman the animated series yeah but i kind of like the digital like uh mask thing i believe it i think is more believable where it could pose a digital face and then have the voice recognition but as far as the body and the figure yeah maybe the doc the big doctor's coat hid that from the murderer and it was in the dark so he didn't really tell (laughs) and he came from behind so maybe he didn't get a good look where he couldn't tell it was a man's body in there instead
1: <laughs> well i mean he puts his arms around her yeah that's so, true or i mean,
2: well he... batman does it pretty quickly too he... i
1: mean i mean i can give you a hug tim and i can <laughs> give my girlfriend a hug and it's two different body types <laughs> clearly you know
2: yeah it's a valid nitpick i'll give you that <laughs> so
1: i'm sorry that That was just a little odd to me. But, I mean, it was a great story overall, I think.
2: I will say I liked it better than just a regular rubber mask and Batman able to miraculously change his voice to a woman. (laughs) (laughs) But I did like the whole, like, aspect of why this guy was doing it more than just, because he knows, like, villains like the Joker, Two-Face and Scarecrow, they want to be seen, but I'm this guy who's, like, doing it in and out. I don't want to be noticed by anyone, and I'll get away with it. And I love how Batman (laughs) uh, pretty much takes him out, or not takes him out, but punishes him for it. So this guy doesn't want to be noticed. So what does he do? He goes to Arkham and sticks him in the Joker's cell. (laughs) So everyone will kind of know who this guy is. Because, you know, nobody goes into that cell except the Joker. So he'll be known. as People will ask, why is this guy in Joker's cell? They'll find out. And then he'll be recognized. And it just eats this guy up where it just, like, kills him to a point. Like, you can't do this to me. Like, no, no. (laughs) So Batman got even with him for and sure, he, there's no way to make up for him killing all those people, but the thing this guy hated the most, Batman did to him, which was kind of cool. But then the issue ends in a creepy way where Batman has the interaction with Bullock. They're saying, this guy's been doing this for years, and who knows if we'll like, recover all the bodies. And then the very last page, like Batman's like, no, I need to find all the bodies. I need to see this. And the very last page, is this, this whole page is filled with Batman and Bullock's silhouettes and underground you see bodies upon bodies making up a skull face. Like very eerie mm-hmm. way to end it. <laughs> it just tells you about what a messed up person this guy was. So yeah, it was a one and done story with filler, but it was a good detective story and like murder mystery that Batman was able to solve. So I enjoyed it. I'm gonna give this one three and a half out of five. Chubby Amanda Wallers who made the way back to the DC universe.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, Tim. Uh, that that last page was creepy. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I like the, the the detective aspect of it, and I I wish like uh, Boucherato and um, Francis Mandipol would do something like that, just a one off small story mm-hmm. that would just, you know, Batman as a detective, not using, I mean, because c- he pretty much doesn't use any of his his gadgets or anything until the very end.
2: Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah, you see him like putting the pieces together, like going yeah. to different parts of the crime scenes.
1: Yeah, he's using his head rather than his, you know, his gadgets to solve a crime or to find the the killer. And I have to say, the art in this issue, like uh, the, the actual face of the killer when he's when he's uh, burying the body in the mm-hmm. graveyard. Yeah, that was creepy. Yeah,
2: <laughs> this artist so, kind of reminded me of Trevor McCarthy's style a little bit. Some of the faces.
1: Yeah, like the sharp edges. Right? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I really like this. I mean, it, like, like I said in the beginning, this is filler, but it's great filler, which is and, rare. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is rare. It's usually Oh, is Alex sleeping? I mean, is is Andy sleeping?
3: No, I'm no, here. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm um, listening.
1: Oh, I thought I heard you snoring.
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. I was no, I was. Bre- I'm, I'm something. I breathed very loudly. You know, I was just sitting here listening. Yeah, we had you
1: so much so right? <laughs> yeah, <it's> so much growth. <laughs> I, I,
3: I, I, no, I, because I've been, I've been talking so much. I've been being like, you know what? This is their podcast. I need to be respectful, so I'm just gonna shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> so I would never. <laughs> you think I would fall asleep in a pocket? Don't
1: I, lie I, to me, Andy. Don't lie to me. <laughs> I would never fall asleep in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I anyway, I uh I love this issue. I like this issue. I thought this issue was really well done. Uh the art was amazing. I it it had that cartoon edge to it, kinda like a dust in the wind, but it had that really, really dark and gritty uh style that you would see from like uh I hate to bring him up, but David Finch. Uh his hey, he's a great artist. The, 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 yeah, the first couple it's of bad issues bad of, bad of bad uh, Dark Knight. Yeah. So I, I love this issue, uh, so I'm probably gonna give this four or five. uh man, chubby Amanda Waters that just show up out of nowhere in some DC animated movie where uh, she hasn't been seen for like fourteen years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, that is it for us, right, Tim?
2: We are done. Yes.
1: Oh man, that 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 Rob email really knocked me out <laughs> good uh, job yeah. Rob <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you if you ever wanted to punch me in the face Rob you just did
2: great way to make a comeback uh, <laughs> on. <to> the
1: <Batman's> <laughs> podcast <laughs> uh, but we just want to remind you you can go over to com, and if you need headphones you can check out with the promo code TBUSaves and you can get 33% off your entire order and free worldwide shipping so just so just go over to uh com, and we also want to remind you that we are part of the Batman Universe network of podcasts. So uh go check out all the other ones and rate and review that those on iTunes and uh go to the batmanuniverse.net. Uh it has a new look. It's it's not that old um uh GeoCities <laughs> <laughs> uh, look anymore. It looks it's really impressive. good. Yeah, and it looks really good, like Andy said. So go check it out. and um, You can read like a lot of news and uh, some opinion pieces on that website. So if you're into Batman, go over to the batmanuniverse.net. And you can check out the Batman Universe on Facebook at facebook.com slash batmanuniverse. Or you can follow the Batman Universe and Twitter handles at batmanuniverse. And you can follow all of us on Twitter. You can follow uh, Tim at... Tim G three eleven. I almost forgot it. Why did I almost forget it?
0: <laughs> you say
3: it every time. Because, because yeah, I, I was because I was asleep and you were like, "Oh my god, I forgot everything now."
1: <laughs> yeah, I forgot everything now. So um, yeah, you can follow Tim at, at Tim G oh, three one one.
0: Three eleven. You must. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you can follow Rob also. You can follow Rob, uh, the guy who wrote in. He used to be on this show.
0: <laughs> the
1: uh, guy. <laughs> our- <laughs> At Jerma Rob Ten, and you can check out his podcast, Robin. Everybody loves the Drake on iTunes, and you can rate and review that. And he, I'm sure he'd appreciate that. And you follow me on um, on Twitter, and my Twitter handle is at Dane says banana. You can follow Corbin for all of Corbin's tweets, segment thing on our podcast, and you follow him at at Corbin underscore pool. And um, uh, Andy, do you want to give your uh, your website, your uh,
3: yes, um, yes. Um, as we we, we as mentioned a couple of times on the podcast, I do the Flash podcast and the the podcast put in and the new CW series, the Flash. Uh, but we do we also do Flash coverage of comic books and so. When we actually, at the time of recording, we actually just released an episode today, which is about Captain Cold. So you know if um, you know g- get a blanket and. I guess it's going to get cold uh, and <laughs> you see what I did there so uh, <laughs> and, and some marshmallows in it um but the, yeah you can find the podcast on twitter at the flash podcast simple as that and uh, facebook.com slash flash podcast uh, we're part of the flash circle on google plus and um, and the website is the flash and uh, visit visit us there for all the new, new information about the flash and so on and you know you can find on Stitcher Radio and iTunes and uh, yeah if you want to follow me on Twitter for my boring personal thoughts <laughs> and you can follow me at and um, I'm sure the fine gentleman and uh, on this packet will spell it out in the in the episode mm-hmm. description because I'm too tired to even spell anything right now. <laughs> um, it's like super late for all of us, Um that's that's why that's why uh, Dane thought I was asleep, but I I wasn't asleep. I was just listening politely. Uh, and guys, thank you so much for having me on. I Dane, I will Dane I will definitely have you on the podcast, and Tim, you and I, we're gonna do some just League stuff uh, yes. uh, if you're still up for it. Yes, you are. Uh, because I would not let you say no to that now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so and hopefully I I would love to come back if it's possible.
2: Of yeah, course. Definitely. yeah. Great having you on, too. Hopefully
3: yeah.
2: I get the Batman perspective on things. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. With some, with some
1: Flash-tastic thoughts, yeah. too.
2: With a little Flash thrown in there, too. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, so... Yeah, just go to, go to the flashpodcast.com com, follow flashpodcast at the flat the flash podcast, and uh, you can follow Andy. Uh, I'll just spell your name out. All right. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, his uh, Twitter handle is at Andy A N D Y B E um, H B A K H T, and uh, yeah, go listen to the podcast. I like the podcast.
3: Oh, Except for the one know. with
1: Tim on, <laughs> that one was terrible. Think you should sleep <laughs> that, that
3: off your that iTunes. It, actually, it's like it's not to give up the numbers, but I can say that it is actually. You know, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm ashamed of the number. I, those are great numbers, but like Tim's episode is actually, I think, the most downloaded episode of the Flash podcast.
2: Yes, I have that claim to fame so far. I have a feeling though when the pilot premieres it's gonna knock it out of the park.
3: Well, you know, I do hope that the T V season numbers will, you know, you know, be slightly higher And no offense to you, it's just that I'm you know, you know, because the show is about the T V show, um even though it's called the Flash Park, you know, it's you know, it will mostly be about the T V show when it starts. Um so you know, I do hope that you know, we break those numbers, you know those numbers that we have, uh, it's doing really well right now. We're getting new people every every week, I think. And, you know, I actually had several listeners le- last week re- writing in and saying, "Oh, I just started listening to the podcast. It's great." And I'm like, "Oh my god, they listened to the first couple of episodes. It's so <laughs> it's it's like, I get shy." Um, but yeah, it's um it's good stuff, and you know, there are some great Batman Flash adventures. You know, I need to maybe I should do a Batman Flash episode and have both of you guys on. We can like. You know, we can talk about that. Definitely. Did um, you d- really? Did you Did you fall
1: asleep? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I'm I'm looking at my I'm looking at my Twitter feed. I I just changed my picture, <laughs> <laughs> my my uh, background, whatever you call it, picture. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, you can email us if you want to email us. Uh, with just your random questions. I mean, it doesn't have to be about Batman. We'll we'll read it regardless. Yes. (laughs) We've
0: proved that many times. (laughs) Uh, You
1: you can email us at uh, batfanswithoutpants at gmail.com. And you can check us out on Facebook. Our Facebook page? Page? You got got it right, yes. (laughs) Okay. Uh, is is at facebook.com slash batfanspodcast. So with that... We just want to remind you guys that we love you. We'll always love you no matter what you do. But, but if you become a serial killer, we're not going to love you anymore because <laughs> that's a bad thing. Um, so with that, we love you, everybody. Just remember, if you're, if you're ever feeling lonely, we love you. Tim and I love you and Andy loves you Yes. yes sure. Why that not? sounds like
2: lyrics to a song <laughs> you gotta turn this into a song yeah.
1: <laughs> I should ask uh, Ben C. Foster to make one yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright so with that we love you everybody <laughs> goodbye thank you Andy for being on this podcast Thank we love thank you too you. man
3: I love you too there's <laughs> a, a, a little
1: there yeah
0: you said it four times <laughs> hey
1: that's the whole point of this end, end part. You say it like 10
3: times. <laughs> Alright. Well, that's Shake it. <laughs> sorry, are you going straight to that now? <laughs> uh, are you off recording? Yeah, we're going to do yeah, Um, I'm just going to tweet on something.